Can you can you tell me why you're wearing a garbage bag? The uh, the new <laughs> big and big and sexy range, the big and sexy collection, <laughs> the, the big and sexy collection by Hostel. Look, yeah. look how look how nice my shirt is. Look, it's loose. It's yeah, like, but but it's fitting. It, it still like fits. You stop stop rubbing your nipples, or we're gonna have to get past the hair. Why do you know? I wonder. I wonder sometimes. <clears throat> and this is not a knock on small guys, but like smaller guys that weigh like say like 200 pounds, for example, right? Yeah. They're like, I want oversized stuff. And I'm like, but if you just wore like a 3XL, this is this is why I'm saying that because I'm I'm shrinking down right now, right? So I'm a little smaller than I was. And when I wear a 3X, it feels big now. So that's why I thought of it because I'm like, when I wear a 3X, it feels oversized. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, so if you're a smaller guy, why do you want oversized clothing? You can just buy a bigger size of like our clothing. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't make sense is what I'm saying. No. If, yeah, you weigh, you... if you weigh like 250 plus, then yeah, like a 3X is going to be tight. So you need like a 4X or a 5X, but like. This is five. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like a dress. <laughs> oh, so comfortable. I don't care what I'm, it's. The most comfy thing to wear and just hang out and train in. I get like hot and bothered when, like your your t shirts. You like blood flow restriction training, right? So no. you're like constantly, <laughs> you're like constantly, like just in the kitchen. You've got a crazy arm pump because the t shirts like fucking strapped <laughs> around your arm. No man, look, this is this is a actually this is a three this is a three X yeah this is a three X. Yeah. So, but look, like look how loose that is, like. It's not like <laughs> look, you mean look how loose it is. It's well, I, I just trained shrunk, up. it's strong wrap around your arm. I just trained <laughs> I just trained I just trained arms a little more tighter than normal, but like it's I don't know. Okay, I get it. Anyway, we got like uh I got oversized stuff coming. I got a bunch of samples coming and you got some samples and then we're gonna yeah, we're gonna try them all on with you and Brett and Justin and then see who see which one is the best. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, like I, know. I mean, people. I like. I know you said, or oh, everyone that follows you is gonna like the stuff you put out, but, but it's a, if people like. Them, no, you know, no, that's not, not just. I, it's not just me. It's not just me. Like you know, you got trained by JP stuff, the gasp stuff. It's oversized and it does well. No, know? I don't. I don't. No, let's. I want to correct that. I don't think everybody who follows me is just gonna like whatever I like. I'm saying I want the brand to be representative of what I like, but I also want to give people other things that they like. So like. For example, like we want to do a high stim pre. I don't really like super high stim pre's. Like hostility is enough for me. Uh, so is Remember that the one going ahead? The, the, the one you tried? Fuck! I'm still I'm still vibing off of that. So for people, my last, the last month, the last month, all of my workouts have been fueled from that one dose. <laughs> so for people watching, uh, when we did the gasp meetup, uh, the RBP meetup at, at Destination Dallas, I gave. Uh, all the guys a sample of our high stem pre and ben was fucking like looked like he did like an eight ball of coke <laughs> we, we all turned into guy <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's what people but that's what my whole point is i think people like that and i don't uh that's not my favorite thing like i'll use that maybe once in a blue moon just to go crazy but like uh that and like beta, we came out with a beta alanine for the stack series i don't really use beta alanine i use a pico too so yeah. I don't, I don't think everybody has to like what I like. I just, uh, I didn't realize how many people wanted oversized clothing. So anyway, we got some stuff coming out soon. 
once we get the once we get the sample that I like, then we'll custom make it and then we'll put it out. Anyway, um, what's going on? Not up. My son just took his first steps. No way. That's why I was a little late, like, like two or three minutes late because I was recording him. He's yeah. like, like Where I mean, are... it's like. Sorry, I don't want to. I just want to send these guys a message. Um, else is coming on. Couple other hostile boys. Yeah. But... But yeah, so how old is he now? He's well, he's just over one, right? He's like 14 months. 13, 13 and a half, yeah. Yeah, 14, yeah 13 so and a half, 14. Is that late? Because do they usually take it before one or after one? I don't know what the babies. That's about it's about right. I think I never know. I'm like, uh, is this okay? Is it... He's it... wearing he's wearing two T clothes already, you know. Uh what's that? So he's he's wearing like two year old clothing already. Because <laughs> he's because he's, so, be a... he's so tall. He's gonna be a beast. <laughs> yeah. So the gross woman I'm giving him. Actually, no, I'm not. Like before people get fucking out of their box on that, I'm not giving him any drugs. What do you mean? I said it's all the growth hormone I'm giving him, but oh. I realized that this is being recorded and people will freak the fuck out. Yeah, so. they're gonna lose it. Samson, what's up, man? Yo, hey, what's up? What's up, guys? Can you, can you turn hey, your phone on? Right? Yeah. There we go. What's that? What is that? Team spoon or team fork? Team fork, man. Of course, I don't right? know what you do, man. Civilized. Fork. He's, he's a civilized, civilized. He's got too much, too much time on his hands. That's what it is. I'm eating rice with a spoon, man. That's just weird. It is weird, right? That's... It's efficient. Let's start this. Let's not start this shit again. It's efficient, right? <laughs> and I'm a busy. I'm a busy man. The shovel goes like this. Can I show this video? Can yeah. I show? Can I show this video? Yeah. Wait, wait, which one? The, the naked one or the baby one? The, na- the naked one. Uh-huh. Oh. These first steps. Look at this. There he goes. There oh, he goes. Oh, oh, he took one step. Wait, wait. Ooh, no, no, no. This, this no, is the no, second no. bit. Yeah, they, this was like five minutes ago. Are and then serious? he actually like, yeah, like, oh, hey, wow. there you go. Oh, wow. So now I we're in real fucking trouble. Wow. Now we're, we're wow. yeah, now, now we're terrified. Yeah, if, if he's walking around, you're fucked. You got to chase him around the house now. <laughs> yeah. Justin, what's up? Can you hear me? Oh, he's connecting audio. One sec. Can you hear me now? I can Justin? hear you now. You All can right. hear me? Uh, yeah. We good? Okay, yeah. cool. Justin, can you tell everybody how to pronounce your last name? Shire. Shire. Okay. Shire. Do you, get, do, you get, do you get Shear a lot? I get Shear constantly. Yeah, I've had it my whole life. All right. Well, everybody's fucked up. Everybody's fucked up my name my whole life, so yep. it's okay. Yeah, no problem. I'm so what's, go- what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You're wearing a tight shirt. <laughs> Goddamn right. That's <laughs> the only one you sent me. <laughs> we were just talking about it. Me and Ben were just talking about that before you guys logged on. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Me and Ben have been talking about it. And uh, Bitch, bitching, about, bitching about it. Bitching about, about it. it. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Guys, you guys, you two, Ben, <laughs> Justin, and fucking Brett, I get nonstop. Well, while we're talking about Brett, yeah. I heard Brett got oversized samples. <laughs> oh God, here we go! <laughs> I told you, I told you, I'm a What's snitch. Up? I have fucking the day. I think it was the day. The day you signed me. Yeah. I you said welcome to the team. I said yeah, cool. What about oversized shirts? Yeah, I know it's been a while. It's been, I know it's been a while. I've been and being Brett, and then Brett gets them. 
In Dude, my, I've, in... been be- I've been beating that drum for a mm. long time, even to the point where I said I'm going to order my own, which I did. And then Brett yeah. gets the sample sent to him. I'm like, what this the is, fuck? This, this is this? why I love oh. Samson. Samson's the only one who doesn't complain. He's happy. Yeah, he likes all our stuff. Hey, this is, I'm, trying help, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> this stuff fits me great, man. I always like the fit, and I never have to worry about it, but I just get the three X's, and they fit me great, man. That's what I think. And Samson weighs 290 pounds. How come I he's know, fine they with fit, it? They, they fit me okay right now while I'm skinny, but... What do, you weigh, what, so what do you weigh right now, Justin? Uh, I'm like 230. So for those people who don't know Justin, let's take a look real quick. This is Justin Shire's Instagram page. If you're not following him, go follow him because he's the next big thing. And for people listening on audio, it's Justin underscore Shire. It's S-H-I-E-R. And uh, this is the physique, dude. So this is you last, last year? Yeah. Yeah, that was okay. 2020. So it's been a dramatic change since then. So we'll show people this. These are some of my favorite shots. These, this was how long ago? Uh, four and a half weeks. So a week and a half ago. Yeah. I mean, this is crazy. Your waist. Like, we're right at three weeks out. Your waist looks fucking great in this shot. Yeah. That Aben thigh, thigh is very Hunter Labrada esque. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Just uh, how far are uh, I'm three weeks right now. So yesterday was three weeks. So what show? What, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. What show? Oh, NBC Nationals. Okay. So trying to get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be there. So I'll. uh, I'll I'll catch you win your. I'll catch you winning your pro card. Yes, sir. Bring me an oversized shirt. I thought Justin was a pro already, dude. (laughs) You really look pro ready, man. I don't even know what you're hanging around the amateurs for. Thank you, man. Justin, bring me an oversized shirt. I mean, I competed for my first time in 2019, so I mean, I'm. I'm still really fresh to this. How old are you? How old are you, Justin? Um, I just turned 34. So how long have you been lifting? Well, not, like, not like, uh, lifting, I, I broke my leg when I was 27 and I started lifting after that. So you always talk about getting a late start. I actually got a late start. Yeah, you did. So yeah. I was, I was in on crutches and just trying to rehab myself at like 27. And then, uh, over the next few years, I just kind of fell in love with that and lost the passion for riding bikes. And that was my, is that my how you pivot bro- pointing to bodybuilding? Is that how you broke your leg? What were you doing? I was riding, I was riding my bicycle down. I was like kind of hill bombing here in town, uh, riding my bicycle, and uh, I ran head on into a car. Holy Ooh. shit! Yeah. When you I say going, I was probably going about forty miles an hour, 30, you, maybe thirty miles an hour. When you say riding your bicycle, are you doing like that competitive, like downhill mountain biking shit? No, like freestyle BMX. Oh, so like okay. riding at the skate park or street. Yeah. So you can do all like those tricks and shit. Yeah. Like, no, no, not anymore. And, no, yeah, not anymore. No. <laughs> no. I, do you have any videos from back then? Uh, yeah, you'd have to scroll pretty deep, but I mean, I could maybe. No, I'll see if I can find it. Fuck it, we're on here anyway. Just, I mean, it's, we'll just, it's, it's, it's pretty deep. What do you weigh right here in this these shots? And by the way, you look weird. With awesome. those. I, I like the beard better. Are you keeping the, <laughs> keeping the beard? Thanks, man. <laughs> Are you keeping the beard for the stage? Uh, no. No, I gotta show the death face. Are you gonna shave the head again or no? No, I'll pr- I'm gonna I'm gonna keep a haircut. I right. I got a decent head of hair, so I might as well show it off, right? Keep it while you got it, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's see if I can find some BMX shit. And you're fucking strong as fuck too, eh? What is it? Is this stiff leg or is this deadlift? Regular, regular. Oh, that's just a regular deadlift. I'm not that strong. What's your uh, What's your training philosophy? You train more like Ben or and James and Ian, or are you yeah. more like a Jay Cutler? Yeah, kinda? definitely, definitely more of a low volume, high intensity kind of guy one to two sets per exercise 
have you have you always been like that look at this transformation. No. look at this transformation what the fuck <laughs> yeah so Holy that was my shit. first that was my first year competing in 2019 and then that was when i first got with with matt can and i use yeah, this as an example i mean this is still good genetics your legs look crazy but sure when people say like do i have genetics for bodybuilding like right you wouldn't yeah. i mean know. you can see i still i still probably have you know 18 inch arms and yeah, yeah your arms, you know, arms are like, you know decent no, no. quads but but yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Like th- what I mean is like there that is like you, you, you can see the genetics here. Obviously, your arms look good, your yeah. legs are your legs are thick, but like you don't really know until you start packing on the muscle no. how good you're gonna be. Until you I mean, at that point I was not training progressively. I wasn't eating six meals a day. I was I mean, I was I was natural up until that point. So how were how were you training originally? What what changed? Did Matt change your training? Just, more just yeah. Well, no, not necessarily. I kind of made that pivot myself, and then that's kind of what why I gravitated towards Matt because we that's my first show I ever did right there. That's good. That's good for a first show, man. Yeah, it's incredible. I can't incredible. get down in that pose anymore. My knees hurt too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in, the, in your thirties. That starts to happen. <laughs> I know, I know. But no, I kind of made that pivot myself, just kind of following you know, the industry and following guys that I admire and seeing what they do. Yeah. And then when I decided to work with Matt, it was because I knew our training philosophies aligned. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're kind of getting into no man's land here. There you go. No, right no, there, there we the go. Far right. Is there that you? Go. Yeah, this is, I think this is after I broke my leg. As Look I'm at the fucking hair you had. Back here. Yeah, I had, a, I had a mop. Man, I love finding this shit out. So you would never, I would never look at your photos and be like, yeah, this guy was a fucking BMX guy. Like, uh, I would never. Um, mullet wearing, I didn't have a mullet, but I did have long hair. And you had a mullet too. <laughs> no, I didn't have a mullet. That's fucking crazy, man. But that one on the far right, I think is. One second. Not... Yeah. So this is after I oh. broke my leg and I was trying to come back and I actually broke my leg again. And that's why I said, fuck it. Where so did you work? Where did you break your leg? Like what, what, like, how did you um, here, keep, keep scrolling? You'll see it. Um, I broke my femur oh, see it. right there. Oh. You say? oh, this one. Yeah. So that's the hardware that's in my femur. I, I had to pull that hardware out because that, that rod, when I would squat would actually, was actually shearing my glute. So I could feel it in the back of my glute when I would squat deep. Holy so I had fuck. to have my hardware pulled out. If you go down a few posts, you'll see the actual breaks. I broke my femur in three places. I broke the, the femoral head completely off. What the fuck? Yeah, there you go. Holy oh. shit. Look yeah. at that. This is good wow. hair though, man. Look at this hair. Thanks, back. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Bring that back. Yeah. I'm working on it. <laughs> you think you can grow this back? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Why Samson, not? what do you think? Is that good? That is good. That is, that's for my eight. Thank you, Samson. <laughs> yeah. See, that's well, that is that's Mel Gibson, like Lethal Weapon One. That's what I'm going for. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is yeah, we crazy. Never, you never get bodybuilders on stage with hair like that anymore. Imagine no, you bringing that back. Yeah, he'd be definitely one of a kind. <laughs> this is crazy, wow. man. Backflip. Wow. Good for you. So, yeah, it was pretty serious when I. I mean, it's, it's kind of tough when I tell people like, Hey, I broke my leg and people don't really understand me. And I fucking broke that thing. What are you doing here? I did it right. Um, I'm digging fence holes to build a fence around my farm. Okay. Can you tell people, uh, cause that's also an interesting story. Can you tell people what you do and kind of what your main job is? Um, so I own a cannabis business. I own a, um, I own a dispensary, a cannabis dispensary. And then I own a, a tier two cannabis farm as well. So vertically integrated farm. So you and so, guy, and you, then I also own a, my my wife and I own a gym. 
you and Guy would get along really well. Yeah, I don't actually smoke. Actually, <laughs> I know that I'm probably gonna bum a lot of people out, but I, I just it just doesn't really work for me. I did smoke. I used to smoke, but then just as I became an adult, it just wasn't something that worked for me anymore. Can you, you can get you, high off your own supply? That's the, uh, yeah. yeah it's like, it's rule number one, dude. <laughs> can you? No, uh, I get. I I feel stupid when I smoke, and I get anxious, and then it like it blunts my appetite, and then I'm up at night thinking about stupid shit. I just can't do it. That's what happens to me. That's why I don't smoke anymore. Samson, do you yeah. smoke? I, yeah, I just smoke. Like, I was the other way around. I chill the hell out. I mean, that's yeah, I wish. I, yeah, no, I get, I get anxiety. That's what everybody uh, says. Like, that's what Ian says uh-huh. too. Ian and Guy they, and Ben. Ben, you smoke from time to time, don't you? Yeah, but I told you I have to be. Everything has to be perfect in my life. If there's one little notch out, my brain will focus on it, and I'll freak oh, yeah. out about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you're in business, there's always a notch out, so you're always yeah. focused on that. So what's that the can? What, what's the cannabis business like? Is it easy, hard? It's good. No, I mean, it's a bitch. It's good. I mean, yeah. money's good. You know, we do really well around here at the big industry in my area. Yeah. But, you know, because it's not federally recognized as federally legal, yeah, I get fucked on taxes, so I'm not able to use, like, tax write-offs. So, like, the wages at my store, since I'm selling a federally illegal product, I don't get to use my wages as a write-off, my rent as a write-off, uh, none okay. of my advertisement as a write-off. My personal wages aren't a write-off, so... You know, I've got six figures in wages that they tax me on at the end of the year as if it's in my back pocket. Jesus. You know, so it, right now it's just kind of about surviving this until the, you know, legalization inevitably happens. So how, how, how many employees do you have? Across the, the dispensary and the farm, I think right now, 13. And then four at my, at my gym, so about 17. What's the what's the gym like? What's the name of the gym? Is there anything on the online I can uh, see? It's Duo Gym. Yeah, you can go back to my profile and you can go to the gym from it. I, I'm the one that runs that page. And I do a very poor job of it, but <laughs> is this it? Duo Gym. Yeah. This is your space. Oh, mm-hmm. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. Obviously, seen this. Yeah, training. Video. Yeah, so that's my gym. Mm-hmm. How how big? But yeah, is all it? my training videos are there at my gym. Uh, the building is ten thousand square feet, but the actual gym itself is probably five. So it's like a Halloween deadlift event oh, that we had. That's cool. Yeah. What's but this? That's this... what it looked. That's what it looked like when I bought it. It was a total shithole. That green carpet, and there was no gym flooring. And as you see, all the, all the like cardio was just down, mixed in with the leg equipment and got yeah. rowers on the ground. It was just such a mess. And then you can see if you can scan over, like you'll see that I, I we completely remodeled it. So you made it a little more hardcore, obviously. Yeah. Do you, you have like a? Yeah. Is this? Is this like that's its own? Wife, yeah. This is your wife? Yeah. Is this its own like CrossFit area or is this just mixed in? That is kind of, she does CrossFit. So that is kind of a little CrossFit area that we have uh, built up for people. So it's kind of a big open space right next to my leg area. You're married to a CrossFit. So how does that work? (laughs) (laughs) It works good. It works good. You know, she's somebody that trains, you know, two to three hours every day and sticks to a strict diet. So she totally understands what I'm doing. You know, I was just going to say, you know what? Uniquely compatible. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, ben, so I that's think... a big difference from that green piece of shit that was. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ben, I was just gonna say he's kind of got a good scenario. He's almost kind of got it like my scenario, where like the wife knows what he has to do, but she's not yeah. direct. She's not directly doing exactly what he's doing. Yeah, because it's a perfect. Good. I have the same thing because Denise yeah. is a pro, but she's like retired, so she's yeah. like, I get it, but I'm not bothered too much. So it's not about her. I'm allowed to be selfish. Samson right. didn't, exactly. didn't. Did your wife yeah. ever compete? Yeah, she did. She did. Yeah, the amateur. She made about two years. 
about two years we were in good together. Yeah. Yeah. I actually I yeah. don't know. You know what? I, I, I find a way when guys have like wives and they're like, oh, they don't into bodybuilding at all. They don't want to know anything about it. I'm like, man, it's like 24 hours of your life. How do you like mm-hmm. even separate your wife? Like, how does she not? That's like, like uh, I think that'd, that'd be very difficult. That's like Evan's wife. <laughs> I think Evan's Evan's wife is not like really involved or doesn't want to be involved and kind of stays away from the whole bodybuilding thing. Not that's from what I know. I don't if I don't know if I'm wrong, but that's kind of the impression I always got. I did date a girl like about maybe five six years ago that wasn't into it at all, and it made it kind of refreshing. Yeah, because the time away from the gym was away from the gym, you know. Yeah, and it was like. Yeah. I mean, she still like I still had all my stuff with me and food and whatever, but we had other stuff to talk about. It was just sometimes a nice respite from bodybuilding. I think that's what Evan's thing is because Evan doesn't like to be like pigeonholed as this fucking bodybuilding and bodybuilding only. So he likes, I think he likes that he has like a separate life from bodybuilding. The yeah. problem is, I think it takes a really strong woman and a certain type of woman to let you do what you have to do for bodybuilding if she doesn't, if she's never done it herself. Yeah, yeah. Enduring all the nonsense associated. Yeah, because I think oh, the yeah. average woman wouldn't understand the fucking selfishness that we have to exhibit, no. you know? No. So, Samson, you're a fucking Olympian, man. Oh, oh yeah. man. You still ain't sinking yet, you know? <laughs> Seriously, I'm still, I'm still like, man, I can't believe this. You won Prague. Oh, Actually, that's, oh, yeah. it was nice because you, you lost uh, the UK. Lost all them guys. No, no, wait Before a minute. But, but the UK, what was after the UK? It was... Uh, it was... Um, we had Italy, UK. So I lost Italy, Nathan and Rowley. And then what was after Italy? Was that Prague? Egypt. 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 Yeah, we in Egypt. But the nice thing is you lost the shows that had less prize money and then won the one that had more prize money. <laughs> so... No! I won the one with the least prize money. What's that? The Prague was the one with the least prize money. Why? Well, I, thought Prague, I, thought, I thought Prague yeah, was like 45. The rest of them were more high. Prague was like the smallest one. How much was Egypt? Egypt was 15k for the winner. Yeah, isn't Prague? I thought Prague was like 40. Prague was 10. Really? Yes, Prague it was used 10. To, Prague used to In be big money, like two high. or three years. It was low. It's probably because they had to pay me to commentate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, um, that's anyway, <laughs> aside from the prize money, yeah, you, it must yeah. be nice to lose. I mean, I think oh, I think the scorecard. It must card, be nice to lose. I was gonna finish that. <laughs> I was gonna finish that sentence. <laughs> I was gonna say it must be must be nice to lose to those guys and then get it back. Oh uh, yeah, it definitely was. It definitely was. I mean, the thing is, you're going from show to show, and after a while, you start you slowly start losing hope. Yeah. And you know, for all the all the shows we're gonna do this year, when I saw the list, the lineup in Prague, I was like, okay, all right, I'm I'm gonna be happy if I just make top three here. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll take that. I'll walk away with that. You know, yeah, yeah. At that point, you almost, your mindset is almost starting to switch the idea of okay, I'm just going to get as many points as I can yeah, because it yeah. doesn't look like it's going to happen for me. Yeah, you know, yeah. you start going to that mindset. Of, okay, I'm going to do as many shows as I can and just get as many points as I can. So when Prague came along, it was okay. If I fall in there in the top five somewhere, I'll get points. And that's that's good enough. Yeah. So I'll be okay. I hope for top three. But then I remember the morning of the show and Milos checked in with me. Milos kind of said to me, going, "I think you're going to win this show." Wow. You know, and I'm like. Yeah, okay. All right, thanks. Well, yeah. let's, let's, let's just get it over and done with, okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, and even after the pre-judging, I still didn't know because Steve, you saw Steve, he was mixing us up. Like, Went around with a whole bunch of different spaces, yeah. Where, 
you know, I didn't know if I was fourth or if I was third, or I literally didn't know where I was. So when we went to the hotel, and you know, we kind of think, okay, what do we do now to come back to the finals? You know, Milos, oh, you know, you're fighting for first place. But I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't seem like it because yeah. the way you're mixed up. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You know, so well, don't do anything. And do you know what's funny? When the pre-judging and finals are so far apart, like four yeah. hours apart, yeah, you sit there and go, okay, Nick, we'll just go back to your hotel room and relax. Do you know how hard it is to sit there <laughs> and relax between things, especially when things are that hectic and that close? It, yeah. And I remember you literally sit there, you're thinking, okay, I don't want to touch anything because yeah. it's perfect. It's yeah. So yeah. we have been laid in bed and I was looking at the ceiling for almost four hours just thinking, don't move. I must don't move anything. <laughs> you know? don't, 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 don't expend any glycogen. Check yourself in the mirror again and you go, it's still there. Okay, go back yeah. to bed and slow there and don't do anything. Fuck, Samson. Samson, I think yeah. me and you are exactly the same. Because <laughs> you're right. I think it's the, I think it's the, when you think you've won, when you're, because yeah. if you were, if you were like fourth, you wouldn't be that you crazy. Be there, but yeah. when you think you've won, you get, I yeah. remember, I remember in between prejudging and night show, John would have to tell me like umpteen times, don't fucking eat anything. Don't, <laughs> you're, yep. you're full enough. You're dry. Just, just lay there. And I would do the same, I do the same thing you do every 10 minutes. I'd be like, am I still, am I still shredded? Am I still yeah. shredded? I'm like, <laughs> look in the fucking mirror and then go back and lay down. Yeah, and it's so stressful, man. It's so stressful because I think if you know you're in like second quarter or anything else, you'd be like, you know what, I don't care. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna eat and start enjoying myself now, and you yeah. don't really put that much effort into it. But when you're fighting right there for top spot, you literally go back and you literally going, okay, your mind is going up and down, left and right, and everything else. I remember I just literally I didn't turn my phone on. I was like, look, I don't want to know anything. I don't want to hear anything. I just want to sit here and just try to just stay focused on, or even focus on anything else but this. Yeah, you yeah. know. And if that's the most, I think that's the point because you're so in that zone and you're also tempted to do something to be better. Yeah. But the idea of just staying there and doing absolute nothing, just, just relax and just stay there. That was always different. my problem. That was always my problem is I wanted to do something to be better. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. it, would, it would end up backfiring on me somehow. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, when you, when they're calling the placings and, oh, they, man. and, they, and they call Nathan fourth, are you at that? Because oh, Nathan, cool. Nathan was your main obviously the main yeah, challenge yeah, for you all yeah. year so when they call yeah. nathan fourth are you like are you sure you're gonna win at this point or are you still just like i don't know what the fuck uh, is going on honestly honestly i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna tell you what my mind was basically at that point when they called him fourth i was shocked i was like holy shit i didn't see that coming yeah but at the same time i was thinking hey if i get placed that now at least i got to beat him <laughs> <laughs> well after he beat you like a whole bunch of fucking honestly, times honestly, yeah <laughs> i was like okay cool, I finally beat him. that's all i care about after that point i'm like okay hell, I'll, I'll take that you yeah know. yeah so when they when they call then they call uh reagan and Raphael, oh, and, they, and, and they call you first and you hit the ground is that Dude, like explain that, it literally feel like that moment because you always you know we've always been close regardless of second third second third for so many shows so every time you get that spot you always think okay you got the moment you just think yeah, yeah i know i'm gonna be second again here we go i always used to that point where they call you out second. You always yeah. kind of, you almost start getting accustomed to that feeling of, okay, you're close, but not quite making it. You're close, but not quite making it. So that moment when they call you out, it just literally feels like every single thing you've done to that point, every single struggle, every single doubt, every single weight upon your shoulders, everything you've had up to that point just got taken off. Yeah. And it just, it almost like it flashes before your eyes and it just is crushing. And you just feel like, wow. And it feels like for once, someone let the air back in the room again and yeah, you can yeah. breathe. 
Yeah, yeah. And it was overwhelming. That feeling was definitely, I remember that feeling forever, man. That was, it was that overwhelming. How big was your celebration meal that night? Oh, man. Did you figure <laughs> out? Tell we, us all about it. <laughs> Justin's dieting. He's like, tell me, tell me everything oh, you ate. <laughs> oh man, you know you, you got to go all out after that. You have to go all out, man. Pizza, mm-hmm. man, the bottle of beer, everything, like you know, yeah. Enjoy, it. enjoy. It. Justin, you know? when Justin, when you're this close, I, I I find myself like, I don't talk about food, but if somebody starts talking about food, it ends up being like a five minute conversation because you're so hungry. Oh yeah, I find so I've been people want to know why I'm watching these fucking food eating challenges while I'm doing my cardio. It's the only thing that can actually keep my attention. Like if really? I put on anything else, if I put on a show, I don't pay attention. I wander, I drift, I'm yeah. playing on my phone. But if I put I on a, those I food challenges, I, I actually I actually lock in. I find and I think there's something satisfying, sorry to catch you up, about knowing these guys are miserable while eating all this food. <laughs> so I think that helps. Yeah. I'm the same as you, I'm the same as you, Justin, where if I'm watching a show or something or film, I'm I'm clock watching. Yeah, yeah. My my brain is only obsessed with how much longer I've got left. Yeah. But when I've done, because I've done the whole watching the food challenges. Yeah. Thing, and it, you're right. It does. You, your eye doesn't just. It's, like the, it's the only thing you actually pay attention to. I can't do it. So my thing is the news because the news is fast. It's like you know they'll, ah. they'll, they'll do like a five minute story of something in the news and they'll go through the next story. So I can do that, but I can't watch a movie and I can't watch a show. But the food stuff I did one year. I remember specifically the 2012 Arnold. I'm like, you know what? Because I had friends that were doing it. I'm like, I'm going to try this. So I would go on Pinterest and look at food and I would watch food challenges. I'd watch the Food Network. That was the worst prep of my life. I've never been, I've never been so hungry and angry at the same time. So yeah. I promised I promised myself I would never do it again. I'm like, I'm not, I can't. Fuck that. Yeah, I always end up following like stupid food pages and then ordering, ordering cookies and brownies and stupid. And it, I have a freezer full of this stuff that I know I'm going to eat you know, two cookies eat and I'm not going yes. to get back on plan after the show. I I'm going have, to have the weekend <laughs> after the show then I'm going to just get back on plan. And I still, have, which, I still have my cookie dealer cookies from my last show last year that were sitting in the freezer. Yeah, Justin, which one do you have more bad. after the show? Do you crave more sweet stuff or more savory stuff? Oh, probably sweet right now. <laughs> yeah. But I, I want a I want a burger and some fries. That's what I've been wanting. Really? But you but I ha- I gotta have you know a milkshake with that or something. Yeah. Fred's so offended you didn't say pizza. Like <laughs> so upset. Like what the fuck you mean? No pizza? Well, because burger and fries like a standard cheat meal. So you probably been yeah, having but, it all prep yeah. long, right? So it's no, like... I haven't I haven't had any I mean anytime I've eaten more food, it was just more of the same food. Oh, you haven't so had Mac, any, Mac, any no, no cheats. He's just giving me high days. Okay, okay. Because I wonder a, a lot of rice. Do you guys know if he does that for everybody, or because I know I think Nick gets some cheats here and there. Yeah, I think Nick was doing like a breakfast stuff. He was doing like yeah, like a breakfast stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Nick's just a different person. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking nuts. I think um, Brett was get Brett said he was getting some Five Guys here and there, right? Yeah. Well, it's nice Brett, to know Brett is also different. It's nice to know that the, he does something different for everybody, though, because that's I yeah. think the mar- mark of a good coach. Well, there for a while he was. In the beginning, he would on my high days, he'd have me add a bagel to each meal. Yeah. Which was nice. But then, you know, he says, We're not going to load you on bagels. So let's pull the bagels and just up the rice. Well, one, so, one thing I can say is in your, you're in good hands because Matt has seemed to like hit the mark yeah. with everybody at every show. Like, I can't remember. I don't know, Ben, if you could help me, but I don't remember the last time Matt coached somebody and I was like, Oh, yeah, that guy's off a little bit. 
I no, Matt's been, Matt's been having any, a hell of a run. He's nailing. Yeah, not anyone that, of note, you know. I'm, I'm any, sure. Yeah. I'm sure he has some amateur guys and whatever else that I hit and miss, but. And I actually said this to but them. That might have something to do with the adherence to the plan from the amateur guys. That's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 No. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Look, I'm not bagging on Matt at all. I actually, I no, went. No, up I, know, to Matt. I know. what you're saying though. I went. I I made a point of going up to Matt after the Olympia, and I shook his hand. And I said, "Look, as a coach, I respect how consistent you are at peaking your guys because that's mm-hmm. yeah. that's the thing I've noticed in the last eighteen months. From I mean, he started with Sean, then Nick, and that, yeah. and and then Brett. I'm like, just. And it's not even like like Brett to peak Brett to peak Sean. It's the same animal, right? Yeah. Brett was coming into a show. Everything's an unknown quantity because he's a different body now. Like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it right. changes. And like for people that don't know, that's that's a whole different situation. The Brett's mm-hmm. like that. Just to, put on twenty pounds of tissue. The most, yeah, having to carb that up. It's, it's a whole different situation. So. Yeah. And that's the most impressive part is the peak. Like there's a lot of coaches out there, even, even like, I don't consider myself a coach, but even me, if I grab somebody, I can get anybody shredded, but it's landing right. the plane at the fucking end. Like that last week or the last three or four days, like mm-hmm. Matt yeah. seems to have a really, really good formula for that because his guys well, are, they're not only shredded and dry, but they have a full, everything seems to be like at the top level, like the fullness, the dryness, the conditioning, everything is like across the board. Yeah. I was going to book an Airbnb in Orlando and he made sure I didn't, he wanted me at the host hotel because he's going to be at the host hotel. And he says he yeah. wants to look at me after every meal for, you know, the first the three days leading up. So, I mean, yeah. that's, I think that's where Matt really, you know, puts in the th- effort and, and tunes things. In, tunes I think it's in. another interesting point that I think a lot of people like casual fans of the sport might not realize is when they say somebody like somebody shows up on stage and they're off <clears throat> and they're like, that guy's a professional. Why isn't he on? And I don't think a casual fan realizes that like Matt wants to look at you after every meal because your physique can literally change after each oh, meal. Yeah. Yeah. So when somebody shows up off, like on a, at a show on Saturday, it could be because they weren't lean enough, or it could be because something just went wrong the day before. Like that's how tricky it is, especially when you've got a guy who weighs 250, 60, 70 pounds. So the bigger, the, yeah. the bigger, the body and Ben, I don't know if you can attest to this, but the bigger, the body, the harder it is to land the fucking plane perfectly, you know? Sometimes traveling is an issue. Sometimes you carry water from traveling. Sometimes stress. I mean, there's a lot of things that you want to use. Yeah. Last year when I flew into USA, I I I flew in and I carried about three pounds of water from when I landed, and I didn't lose that water till after pre-judge. Really? I held on to the whole time, like I wouldn't, I couldn't, I didn't pee. And then between pre-judging and night show, I pissed like fucking fifteen times. Wow. It's kind of weird. Um, Samson. So you win. You got the Olympia qualification. And then you decide to do another show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you I mean, fucking and then you fucking lose <laughs> to, to Raphael. How does how did, are you are you upset or are you like I don't give a shit? This was a I'm show. Not, to honestly, lose. Honestly, honestly, I wasn't upset at all because you know because like I said, remember you got the point where we're just trying to win, get points, isn't it? So I already had Romania already booked in. I already had a flight paid for. I had the hotel paid for. It was the week after. So we finished Prague. I remember finishing Prague and, you know, Milos is always the advocate. Do more shows, do more shows. Yeah, next yeah, one, next yeah, one, next yeah, one. Yeah. So we came out Prague and I'm like, okay, you know what, that's me, I'm done, man. So, and he's sitting there and going, you got to Romania. He's already around there. You're already in shape. You're already, you know, you're already paid the flights. What, what are you doing? True. So you said that and I was like, okay, you know, I'll find out, you know, we'll think about it tomorrow. So the next morning wakes up and he's like, okay, so the plan, this is your plan for the diet for Romania. And I'm like, 
hold on, hold on. I haven't decided I'm doing the show yet. What are you doing? <laughs> so, but we got to go, you know, you know, like, you know what? Hell, we got nothing to lose. You know, the chance to pick, pick up some more checks. So I was yeah. like, yeah, let's let's go. Let's, let's, let's do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was shocked. Somebody said that Raphael weighs on stage, weighs 253 on stage. Hmm. Remember we were talking about it And we were talking about, I feel really stupid now because we were saying, oh, Raphael might be able to make classic and whatever. And I'm like, no, Raphael. I guess he's, no. is he same height as you, Samson? I think he's slightly shorter. Yeah. I think he's literally slightly shorter. All- but you know what? The thing is, you know, people, people don't seem to understand, like, these guys, when you look at it on the screen and you watch on the screen, it really doesn't show you the density and how big these dudes are face-to-face. You know, I mean, I, I can stand there. You know when we have the screen on stage? I can yeah. stand there and see this guy in front of my face and go, holy crap. And yeah, then I yeah. turn and I look up at the screen and I look at going, that really isn't showing anything. Like I'm seeing right here. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's really, it's really night and day. You have to stand there to realize how big. Like Regan, you know when they were saying all saying about Regan, oh, he, he needs to come down to class or he needs to make weight. No. Regan is a big dude. Regan, Regan is really a big dude. dude did come down to class. The problem with, the problem with Regan <laughs> is Regan's got such a big structure. He needs yeah. that much more muscle to fill it out. But he's got a, he's got yeah. a very, very big structure as like a person. Cause he's tall yep. and tall and wide. The thing about Raphael that threw me, cause I know how big everybody is. Like I've been around everybody, but Raphael, I think throws me off cause his lines are so perfect that you yeah. can't really tell how, cause usually when a guy looks like that, you think they're smaller. I wouldn't think yeah. somebody with those lines weighs two fifty three. You know what I mean? Like Great that's. Yeah. Well, he really does. He really is. I think he must be about five ten or five nine. Cause I know he's shorter than me. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Ben's kid took his first steps. Amazing. That's the biggest news Ben's got going on. Or that's, cool. that's something else. Oh, Ben's got Ben's oh. helping Ben's helping somebody with the Arnolds, but we're not gonna we're not gonna oh, really? let that cat I'm out. Help. No, well, I'm not helping. We're not helping, but just 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 doing doing some. I'm really not helping. I'm well, just... I think I think you are. You just not not coaching, just helping. Right? No, I I don't view it as that at all, I and mean, that's. Ben's too humble to say, so we'll just we'll, just, we'll leave. Yeah, it. We'll <laughs> um, um, all right, let's do some questions. You guys want to do some questions? Yeah. Yeah. All sure. right. Uh, okay. I don't know what these are like. I don't know if they're going to be yeah. normal. Like uh, Chris Gronkowski says, "Best shaker bottle." <laughs> he owns ice shaker. Oh, okay. Do you guys like ice shaker? Oh, he's got one. I don't. I, I, I think. I, I think that may be the best shaker after our big mouth jug. Or the, that's not. That's not a shaker. Yeah, that's not a shaker. Jug. A jug. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, it's still I'll better. Go, I'll go ice shaker. Anybody got a different preference? No. No. I'm a big fan of them. I got a Star Wars like in, shaker in, cup. I got at Walmart. <laughs> Are you a comic book guy? No. No, you just like, yeah. I like the <laughs> Wait, Justin's just offended one half of the bodybuilding community by saying he doesn't smoke weed, and now he's done the other half Fuck. by saying he's not a comic book guy. That's it's probably the same half. I just log off. <laughs> hey, I grow weed and sell weed. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, he gets a huge bonus for that for sure. Mm-hmm. They don't. It's a business. De- it's a it's a business decision to not. Uh, if you could move, if you could remove literally anything from the sport of bodybuilding, what would it be? 
comment. Justin? Sean Ray. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, okay. Well, that's a given. Other than that. Mm. Fouad's working on that one anyway. <laughs> yeah. Ben, anything? Samson? Um, probably the trolling part of it, man, because, you know, that part is always seems to be like one thing that just seems to come coincide with Bodybuilder right now, man. No yeah, but I think that... You, yeah. That's I, think that, I think that coincides with every sport though i think the other sports the difference is i think the other sports like if you play professional football you're not on instagram talking to the fans because you don't give a shit because you're getting paid millions of dollars to play the game not interact with fans so i'm sure some interact with fans but i don't think they really give a shit who likes them or not likes them especially when there's eighty thousand people watching a game i'm sure a lot of people are going to say that player's shit or this player's shit i think with bodybuilding it's such a small community and we have to we have to interact with all our fans that yeah. we, we we probably hear it more. You know what I mean? It's a, I would remove the social media aspect, like you said. An athlete gets to focus on being an athlete and performing, right? Okay. That's in other in other sports. That's all they have to do. It seems like in ours, part and parcel of making a living out of it is you have to do. Yeah, there would have to be a, a different way to monetize the sport if that was the case. Yeah, you can't remove social media from the sport. I feel like it's grown it a lot more. No, it has, but it's just that's because it's grown it because there wasn't the money in the first place. You know, it was yeah. our way of it was our way of monetizing things and, and be able to create a living from it. Um, not just at the very very top, like the top guys. You know, yeah. For the whole but I think, coin. but money <laughs> money comes from eyeballs, and more people watch social media than actually watch the shows. So. Yeah. Basically, what you're saying, Ben, is you want it to go back to like the 2000s when there was just magazines, and that's how people got like guys. Just, just guys, could, guys could just train and bodybuild, and people get yeah, but I, from magazines. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, look, I think the way the pressure and the mentality that athletes and bodybuilders have to deal with all the other shit going on right now. It did, like Sam said, it's a rough time. Like you get the trolls and the, and then people's expectations, and then it's also like, like you said, if you're LeBron James, you don't interact with a fan on a DM, right? Yeah. But we're expected. Oh, so we, like you guys are expected to, and it's almost like people will get offended if you don't reply to them or you're not engaging with them, and it's like because even that, like I'm not a pro bodybuilder, but I have a fucking busy life. Yeah, and it's a lot of work to to do my actual job and my family life and train, and then what am I supposed to allocate three or four hours a day to sit on social media and answer all my DMs? It's it's a lot. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying it's another facet that maybe other professional athletes don't have to deal with. You're right. I spent I probably spend an hour or two a day answering DMs or responding to telling people what your split is. Comments, yeah. And where you get your oversized shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think it's easy to romanticize the idea of not having social media, but it also gives us a huge outlet. And I don't think if it, if it was taken from us, I think we'd all mm. all suffer. I, I personally like it, man. I always I, I enjoy it. And I actually enjoy the ability to have a broader reach and, and talk to people and genuinely help people. I mean, some people are annoying and we have to have boundaries, Yeah, and, but... That's, that's what I mean. You have to like you have to manage your boundaries with it and yeah, your own. Absolutely. Like, Handle things you, diplomatically but have boundaries. Yeah, but like and even like because I remember early on and my wife would just be like, okay, enough now. Like put, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because right. uh, I, I, when I first started out, I'm like, look, I have to answer everybody. Everyone's taking the time to, you yeah. know, I, I can't answer. Yeah, but man, some questions. <laughs> yeah. You know, Sometimes I'll make a, a post about, you know, back training or something. And, and I, I maxed out my caption the other day about back training to yeah. explain exactly what I'm doing. I mean, I put everything I could. Yeah. And I still got, you know, 25 more questions in my DMs about back training. Yeah. You'll you know, never, you'll never escape. Right you'll never, there's no such, I'll tell you this. There, in, in any facet of bodybuilding, there is no such thing as a perfect post. You're always going to offend someone. Someone will always say something stupid and there's always going to be added questions. So I've tried that. I've been like, this post is perfect. Nobody can say anything. <laughs> it's always yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. mind. I don't mind people asking questions. What I do mind is them asking questions that they can just Google really easily. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind that. I, I mind when they're asking a question that's actually in, it's already answered in the caption. Because that to me, because that, that to me, I always says, screenshot the caption and, and yeah. narrow it down to exactly yeah. what I said and then send that. Because that to me, oh, says, you you waste way too much time. Oh yeah, you're wasting too much time. No, too. no, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I think what bothers me is if you make a post about training and then they message you and just want to know what orals and stuff pre workout. Anyway, um, okay, what I would what I would remove from pro bodybuilding. Uh. I would make. I, 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 I know, know your answer is okay. Say it and see if you're right. Everybody gets a pizza after the after each show. No, uh, no. After um, each training session. But, <laughs> but, but, butthole, butthole check-ins. But uh, <laughs> no um, more, no more bare yeah. ass check-ins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had a guy send me some check-ins the other day. Asked me how he, how he was looking. Yeah, and they were naked check-ins, and I had to tell him, dude. Yeah, put some fucking underwear on. I can yeah. tell how shredded no, you are. Yeah, yeah, that's the part. See, Ben, he promised me he wasn't a weirdo. Yeah, you, 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 you dick his he, veins he, on he a good seems job. like a perfectly nice guy. It was the dude. I don't think he is a weirdo, but you know, I don't know. You don't send me pictures of your naked ass. Dude. Yeah, um, and with a no, sock on. I, I wasn't gonna say that. That that is one of them, though. No, I was gonna say more seriously. Uh, I think promoters should have to be uniform across the board like what they do like their lighting should be uniform um stage yeah. stage settings should be uniform like it's kind of like a like a football field the football field in nfl has certain dimensions has to have the lines a certain way like has to be kept a certain length like i think bodybuilding should be the same way the stage should have should to be, be a certain size. yeah everything the stage should have to be a certain size the lighting should be done by the same it's like ufc if ufc goes to any country or any fucking venue, it always looks the same. And I think if I was going to change anything about bodybuilding, the the top of the federation would have to mandate that if you're going to promote a show, these are the standards that your show has to have. You have to use this lighting, these lighting people, or somebody that they recommend. Stage has to be a certain size. Prejudging has to have a black drape. No, no fucking lighting behind the athletes at prejudging. Um, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever. Like, and it has to run this way. You know, men first bikini last blah 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 like all those that's important that's important the whole that's running order that's because in the uk it's well when i was competing in the uk it was different it was the opposite way around yeah so you have all the bikini girls and men's physique guys going on first and then you got the super heavyweights on at the very end and you're like yeah. you know how fucking hard it is to peak yeah. and, and now that guy to the wall yeah and you're last on and now we don't know whether it's going to be 11 30 or 12 30 or because yeah. you're running late it's well, because like I, I promote shows. So I know like 
fitness goes out first because the fucking stage doesn't have any uh, any oil on it or anything so they won't slip and fall on their face then after fitness it's bodybuilding because those motherfuckers are dehydrated they're sitting back there <coughs> and then so anyway i just think a, a more standardized um the way the show runs the way the show's set up all those things if they standardize it across the board i think um then people, yeah. then people wouldn't complain because like if you look at yeah. Texas, like Texas this year when Ian competed in Texas, those, that fucking show was incredible. The backdrop, the lighting, the stage, like. But then you look at another show and the lighting sucks. It's dark, like you can't see any of the athletes. Like, I don't know. I yep. just feel I feel like it would elevate the sport a little bit if we did that. Um, okay. Uh, your thoughts on why European athletes aren't so good as the rest of the world's athletes. That's a shot at you, Samson. Oh, yeah. no, no, I don't think that's <laughs> at all. You know, honestly, I'm going to tell, tell you this, right? I did a few real, I did European shows this year, and I did shows in, in um, Egypt as well. And I can tell you this right now. I was shocked at the level of standard these guys were bringing to the show. European? I mean, I was shocked. Yeah. yeah. I was looking at them. I'm thinking, where the hell did you guys come from? Yeah. And I don't know if it's because of the language barrier or the ability to travel, whatever. That's why they don't get a lot. They don't get seen more. But yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. you know, maybe because it's hard to pronounce their names or whatever. But believe me, guys, there's so many good ones. So well, many. I do recall I watching. Them. I do recall watching some of the European shows. Ben, me and I think me and Ben touched on it at one point. There was a couple where the guys were all in shape. Like not all, but yeah. like top five, six, all in shape, all shredded glutes, all very dry. So. Mm-hmm maybe it's because they just don't get as press like as much press so people subliminally don't think they're as good yeah and i think that's what it is you know because i spoke to some of the guys like backstage and i tell them like you know what you're looking great why don't you go out to compete in the states and stuff like that and they just i don't know for some reason i think maybe it's the language barrier or whatever they just don't understand it and they don't they just don't see they feel like the show should come to them they don't really travel that much or anything like that or whatever reason but i think if most of these guys come up and do shows like new york or whatever They'll get noticed a lot more. But maybe people, think, people look at where the hell they come from. But they really are that good guys up here. Maybe it's a chicken and the egg thing, because like I can say coming from Canada, even though you know I'm part of North America, like it's still different. Like I never one of my regrets in my career was I never did the New York show. But I always felt like New York was like for the New York boys, you know, like you know, Juan, John De La Rosa, fucking, you know, all these guys, you know, all those guys. So like Evan. So I never did new york because i'm like man those guys are gonna get looked at first which is probably a stupid thing to think but that's why so i'm wondering if maybe the european guys think the same thing they're like well i don't want to go over there i'm not going to get a fair look so i'll compete in the european yeah i I think they probably do because i think they probably just think that you know what it costs them a lot more to fly over to states to compete that's right they probably just gonna overlook they probably don't get their look in because nobody can pronounce and they don't even know who the hell they are coming in they probably think well, financially it's way too much of a sacrifice for what they're going to get in return. So they probably yeah. think well, I'll rather stick to shows that are close to me and I don't spend so much for it. Yeah. But yeah. I can tell you now, man, if them guys do, they really do need to get more looked looked at because yeah. Yeah. what the company level comes to So I mean, like it was Romania, there was like twenty six guys on there. They were all Europeans. We were backstage, and I was looking, going, "Holy crap!" Like yeah. you were expecting to see, like you know, you probably think twenty six guys, you know, that people don't know much about. They're yeah. probably not going to be up to standard. But I was looking at it going, holy, these guys are peeled to the bone. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, wow, what the hell? Like, seriously, you might not have the best shape or whatever, best structure, but them guys were peeled. Yeah. What were you going to say, Ben? You know, I was just going to say to you, like, if that is the mentality, I don't see that being the case, though, because surely the end goal for all of these guys is to win a show and do the Olympia. Yeah. So 
getting not competing in America because they're not going to get a look in uh, to me doesn't make much sense because well but think about it if you can it's like Samson said it's going to cost me two or three times the amount of money to fly somewhere where I might not get looked at or I can keep doing the European shows where it's cheap for me to go there and I have a better chance of winning or getting or racking up more points to get to the Olympia yeah I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's the right strategy I'm just saying that might be why they think that I think in the current climate it's more travel issue right yeah 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 i would say that that's the biggest thing but a couple of years ago i i'm saying like get your get across and get get seen yeah the thing is like okay so i agree with you right ben like you have to get across and get seen and that's how you get known it's just it's almost like remember the the pay your dues thing everybody's a pay your dues it costs it costs a lot more to pay your dues when you're coming from Mm -hmm. europe right yeah yeah you know, paying two thousand dollars for a flight, paying for a fucking hotel, paying for all—you know—it's it's just a bigger deal. And yeah. then not to get looked at, you're like, "Fuck, man, I could just do Spain. It's right there. It cost me a couple hundred bucks to go to." Yeah. So, I remember like most I said, of them, you know, they most of them they don't speak or read English either. Yeah. So the idea of actually flying on the states, they probably half a hundred people just don't even know that. <laughs> you know, if they don't, if they haven't, they don't know someone's done it, or they haven't got it, you know, themselves. Yeah, they probably don't even know where the process of actually getting states. I just, I just know there's a stigma if you live outside the U.S. There's a stigma of, yeah. I'm not going to get the same look as the U.S. guys. And you can even hear it when Dorian Yates talks about the first time he came to oh, New yeah. York. The first time Dorian Yates said he came to New York, he was like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do. And people said I couldn't beat the Americans and blah, blah blah. Like that's a normal, that's a stigma that's always been there because the American guys are always mm-hmm. the best bodybuilders. So I don't think yeah. as many Europeans try and break that break that barrier um how to hit on your gym crush <laughs> justin did you meet your girl in the gym or no no no, no. was she did no, how long have you been together six years was she yeah. crossfitting when you met her she yeah no she's powerlifting when i met her yeah so she's already yeah, we actually randomly met at the bar oh and then when you met at the bar you started talking about working out uh-huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it worked out perfect. You're like, I see she came in, she had big, thick legs, and I started talking about training and squatting. And I knew she went to a gym that in our area, and I, uh, I was like somewhat familiar with their program because I had buddies over there. And I mentioned something about, um, I said, I asked her if she had box squats to do in the morning because they just fucking those people are just always doing box squats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure enough, she had box squats people. in the morning. <laughs> those people. But, so you yeah, wait so, a minute, wait a minute. You said something. So you she saw you, you saw her walk in. Uh-huh. And she had big, thick legs, and that was the attraction. Yeah. <laughs> ben, have you ever looked at a girl and thought she's got thick legs? I got to talk to her. It was like they were like clear. I work out oh. like heavy squat legs. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. But I'm a little. I'm, a little good, so. I'm. I'm not. I don't chase the thickness, do I? I'm not really. No, you're not a oh. thickness guy. I'm not a thick guy. So. I mean, oh. Yeah. I think maybe you guys are misinterpreting uh, the thickness. She's just what has muscular. Not... Shape, shape. Well, we're not no, saying no, we're no, not no, saying. No, 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 no is your girl thick? Oh, I didn't, oh I, I've never, I've never. You might have been man. You might have been Same thing, man. You saw, you saw the thickness. You, she walked past you. You look back. You're like, okay. 
You know, guys always go up and ask girls, oh, don't need a spot. No, ask them to spot you. Oh, that's a good <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I, I, I know I know you're busy right now, but um, can you just give me a hand with this real quick? You know, just real quick. Samson, you're a fucking genius. That's and then true. You get to thank them and be diplomatic and, and friendly. Oh, yeah. So yeah. when I when uh-huh. I Oh man, yeah. that's so good. That's I, I never thought of that. I was such a <laughs> such a meathead. When I was younger, I'd be like, "Hey, do you want a spot?" And she'd be like, "What the fuck and is this meathead?" And then you come meathead? off as vulnerable. What does meathead doing now? And then you come when you ask when you ask them when you ask them yeah when you ask them if they need a spot, you you come off as like an asshole. But if you ask them yeah. to spot that's, you, then, then it's you're toxic masculinity. Yeah, but you have to be tactical. You can't like put seven plates on a squat and get buried at the bottom. <laughs> <No, laughs> <like, laughs> so okay i i you know what i agree with samson that's the best one i've ever no one's right. ever said that yeah Anybody, that's smart. is there any other way samson i'm gonna tell you the expert oh, I know for what now you if you get them spotting you, you could easily decide ask you a question about oh, so what do you train? What are you training today? No, if you ever need a help from me to spot you out, you know, definitely. Yeah, then you um, can offer the spot back because you've already asked. Exactly. That's right. You see, they've you've already, they've already helped you out. Now you feel obligated to help them back. So you're like, yo, you know, fucking Samson, where where were you when I was 20? It would have helped me a lot fucking to know that. <laughs> That's how you end up in the friend zone, Samson. <laughs> no, and you guys no. are just buddies. Oh yeah. Now then you have to be spot, I feel like I'm you back. Yeah, what if you just oh, end many, up being, what if you just how many put, of those guys have you seen though? How many of those have you seen those like oh. hot girls in the gym and they've got their like gym bro that they train with that is oh, never yeah. gonna get a look at no. never gonna get a look? <laughs> no. That's the thing. No. No. Don't do the That's gym See, Samson, Justin's right. If you get them to spot you and then you spot them back, you might end up being just a friendly gym bro. You come off as beta. And no, 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 no. The thing is, you got to know how to back off. Of you it. might be a beta. Like you said, right. like Justin said, you might yeah. be a beta. You might be a beta. You'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to find them on Instagram and then you scroll down a bit and like two photos. No, but then you seem creepy because you, you're <laughs> like, that. I'm kidding. That's the best thing. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I'm like, you're like a photo from like a year ago. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, wait, wait. But if you do that, there's no there's no question what your sure. your intentions is. are. You yeah. fully put it out there. You're do you follow like, them first there. or do and you it, just like the photos and no follow? Go through if you follow. Go, wait, go, wait, go, wait, I want to know Ben like... Ben Ben's the man here, so we gotta <laughs> listen to Ben's strategy. He's the promiscuous one. You go <laughs> you like you like you wait for a reciprocation. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. you follow like a then few more, and then it's then you don't then you, then it's and then there's a DM, how many? Yeah. Wait, I want to know something. How many reciprocations of likes before you send a before you send a DM? Well, you do a couple, and then you wait well, for you a have to back. respond to something on the story. You don't just DM. You have to respond no, the sto- to something so the, that's related. The, the, the story really, the story really still like that cements. <laughs> but I go into I make sure that they're following back first. Then you go into the story, and then you start that yeah. mode. So you and DM you DM once you. Once you reply to a story and you're in the DM, then it's then okay, okay, okay. Now that that's the trick. So people who send direct DMs are creepy, but if you respond yes. to a story, now you're in the DMs by accident. But, yeah, but you have to yeah. wait, wait. You have to follow. You have to follow the process. You have to go through the likes first, the follow back. Yeah. 
then you can enter into the DM. Don't go viewing gonna... her story if you guys don't follow each other. Yeah, she doesn't follow you uh, and your DM. I know she's just like, yeah, no, no. you're going in, you're going up and grabbing ass at the bar without saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So let's summar- summarize. You have to like, get a like in response. Then you have to follow, get a follow in response. Then you can comment on a story and get in the DMs. Best case scenario, she follows after the like. Yeah. Well, best yeah. case scenario, she follows you first with no likes. Mm. Then you're like, then you're in. Okay, yeah. Then that, then she's creeping on you. Yeah, and and, and the time, the time matters because if it's within like a few hours, you're good. But if it's stretching across like a few days, and she might like. What's the time frame though? If you see her at the gym, when do you find her on Instagram? You can't do that in the gym parking lot, right? No, 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 wait till the next day. A few hours. I would do it. Three to four day period after you guys see each other in the gym a few times. Within twenty four hours. So if it's the next morning, like right, the next morning is ideal because she's vulnerable. She's just she's just waking up. She hasn't really. She's not busy doing her day yet. So she, you, you catch her when her alarm's just going off, and she's like, "Oh!" And then you're you're like at the top because everyone checks their Instagram at the beginning of the day, right? Regardless. Yeah, right. yeah. So it's catch her the then. If you do it in the yeah. mi- do it in the middle of the day. She's out with friends. She's busy. She's laughing and ignoring you. Yep. Okay, but wait a minute. I have a, a scenario. What if you see her at the gym like Sunday, right? You're working out midday. You see her Sunday, and then Monday morning or Sunday, no, Sunday night. No, Sunday night. Fine, Sunday night. What if you just did this? What mm. if Sunday night you just send her a message and say, "Hey, saw you at the gym today. I didn't even know you went to my gym." Creep. Fuck you. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> see how out of touch I am. You're out of touch, dude. Because I'm 43. <laughs> I don't know the rules. <laughs> hey, it's good to see you. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. We'll stick with the original rules. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Ben. You just helped the whole. Yeah, you and you and Samson just helped. We are all in relationships. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Though. That's true. Um, I don't. <sighs> Can you talk about blood work results and liver kidney levels for athletes? What is the norm for competitive athletes? Uh, the reason I don't want to go into this because none of us are doctors, and I don't want people mm-hmm. to go by our numbers. Like, I don't want people to get their blood work and go by what we said was normal. So please, the best advice I can give everybody is get your blood work done. Listen to your doctor. Let him tell you what's normal, what's good, what's not good. Don't just ask your gym bro or your fellow podcaster to give you blood work uh, advice on what's healthy and what's not. Uh, Usually, if you get blood work done, any doctor will sit you down. Uh, Whether they're a hormone doctor or not, they'll tell you what's healthy and what's not. And it's always good to um, to get a second or third opinion. If your doctor's not familiar with um, training or steroids or you know the extra muscle that we carry, they might be freaking out about a number that's not necessarily something to freak out about. So if you want, the best thing to do is see a sports doctor so they're familiar with the hormones you're taking or the muscle size and the difference it's going to show in your blood work and things like that. But I don't think, do you guys agree? I don't think it's good for us to give yeah. numbers or anything, right? So let's... Let's, um, I, did, I don't want to skip it. I just want to say, just listen to your doctor. Um, what is the official FUAD weight limit to be allowed to grunt for each of the three big lifts? <laughs> we, cover, we, cover, <laughs> we covered this on a separate... We covered weight this limit on, on the bar? I'll tell, you guys, I'll, tell, I'll tell you guys a story. Real quick. So, on a previous podcast, and Ben was on, we, somebody said, uh, is it a privilege to grunt? 
And I said, no. And then eventually they all came around and agreed that you can't be benching like one plate and grunting because it's not, yeah. it's not like enough to, to need a grunt. Yeah. You got to earn the right to grunt, man. You can't just be lifting because I've that. seen that when I'm in the gym and there's that loud grunt that the whole gym can hear. You look over and the guy's got like two plates on there. You're like, what the hell are you doing? Like, seriously? And so you got to earn the privilege, man. You got to learn over a certain amount before. It's you one thing, out. even the, the two plates, if the two plates isn't heavy, why are you grunting? Well, no, but they were, they were relative. But what they what they were saying was if it's a like a younger kid and two plates is his max and he's like maxed out at six reps and he's grunting on the fifth or sixth rep is that allowed i'd say so if you if you make a little bit of noise on the fifth or sixth rep of your no no a little bit of noise is well wait a minute now we have to decide what's an acceptable noise yeah because if you're because what james played dorian yates doing leg press so if you're yeah (laughs) so if you're grunting like dorian yates that's a fucking privilege yeah, you are. Not. If you're just making a like a grunt, like that's not a, anybody can do that. Like I do yeah. that. Just sometimes I make those noises for the fuck of it. We all see. We all know the dickheads in the gym. I don't, you know, that makes so, unnecessary noises. So there are certain there are certain lifts though that when you're at I make like, a lot more noise on a hack squat than I do an incline barbell. Right, yes. even if you're doing ten reps, the first yes. one or two are still fucking. It's a lot of weight, regardless. Mm. Whereas even if I do a 10 rep on a bicep curl, only the last two, I might like, well, I'm probably not on a bicep curl, but you know what I mean? Like it's. No, but I'll, I'll make, I'll make little noises here and there and anybody can do that. That's, I think if yeah. you're, when I, when I think grunt, I think like Dorian Yates on a leg press, that kind of okay, like. Well, what, about Ronnie, though? what about Ronnie where he's like, yeah, buddy. On a warm up set. Yeah, buddy. Like, does that, is that allowed? Mm. If you're, no. You think he did that every set, even when the cameras weren't on? Do you think that was just him all the time? Or do you think he's seen, Have you seen him training now? I think it's he's him like, all the time. He's going to put him like 15 reps with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I just think. like passion shining through. That's not like some, he's not peacocking. He's just okay, so let me ask it. you that. Is there a privilege for that? Like if you saw, let's say you saw a 150 pound guy about to deadlift one plate and he's like, yeah, buddy, lightweight. Okay, so if you're a 150 pound guy and you're about to deadlift one plate, you haven't, you're not passionate. You haven't earned that yet. You're not at a place right. where that's what no, I'm saying. Yeah. Well, look, Ronnie can walk around with his dick out for like, uh, I don't know, like <laughs> totally agree. I prefer that he would. I think I think Justin just touched on what I was trying to say. It's not about a privilege to grunt. It's like you're not there yet, dude. When you've done when you've done enough. Like when you've put in enough time, you're grunting for a different reason than if when mm-hmm. you're starting out and you're just trying to get attention. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I can, like, I, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you guys the truth. So I can recall starting out my level of cockiness went like this after like a year. And then I got humbled. It's never come back down. No, it's never, it's never, <laughs> it's never come back down. It's still going. <laughs> no, but like, because you guys remember, like, when you're a little asshole and you start, you fucking see a vein, you're like, oh, right. Now you start wearing tank tops every day. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, and, you wear, and you wear like tight t shirts. So yeah, yeah. I, I did that. I, you're still doing that. No, this is not tight. This is not tight. <laughs> ben told me that you like, you want to be able to do uh, occlusion training in your shirts. I did. <laughs> I told you we've been talking. I told you. I'm gonna tie it off. <laughs> no, listen. So, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like that cocky dickhead that I was. That kid was grunting because he thought that's what you're supposed to do. Because I would see the bigger guys yeah. doing it. And then I stopped. And then I kind of like like Justin said, I kind of started to earn the right 
to grunt and it was more real because it came through with passion and effort instead of just this is what i'm supposed to sound like when i train i think but you're, that, but you're okay true. you're okay you're okay with a kid if he's in the gym and there's no one else around say he's in my gym here i agree with you guys player. yeah i agree he's going to failure and he's yeah. like fucking at the end of a set yeah. he's grinding a rep yeah 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 yeah. No, I agree with that 100%. Like Justin said, and like you guys are saying, if it's real and it's earned and the kid has been in there for like, even if he's not big, if he's been training for a couple of years and he like, he knows how to take his body to that place, then yeah, fucking you got to make noise. Like everybody makes we noise. We can all distinguish the difference between making noise for no reason, making noise because you're pushing a set to the end. Yeah. If you're on the last three reps of a leg extension, it hurts like hell. And if you make a little bit of noise. Yeah. It's like telling a virgin okay. not to make a noise when he comes because he hasn't earned it yet. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> That's not a good analogy at all. That's a horrible, That's a horrible analogy. You're going to make noise no matter what. <laughs> Have you ever come quietly? No one's ever come quietly. Um, even when I, even when I have to be quiet, cause I'm not somewhere I like, I'm somewhere I shouldn't be. It's still yeah. like, there's still noise coming out. It's just like my mouth is closed. What was your favorite date with your significant other and why, if you can't think of a favorite, then one that really sticks out as special. Uh, Married in April in Hawaii. Did you? Day. How was Hawaii? I always want to be. I always want no, to go there. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, we went it? to Maui. That was our second time in Maui. It's awesome. And we, you know, we we got engaged and we planned on doing a wedding. We were going to do like a destination wedding with family, but with COVID, everything was just fucking crazy. And I just, you know, we said fuck it. We just went the two of us to Maui and got married by ourselves on the beach. And honestly, that was amazing. That sounds fucking great. Yeah, it was really so... just like intimate and private. It was just yeah. the two of us. I mean, it's a, it's really about the two of you. And so it really yeah, isn't yeah. about anybody else. And then I didn't have to worry about worrying about what my folks were doing or trying yeah. to keep everyone else happy. Like we got to do that. We went back to the hotel or the, our, uh, our condo, got ready, went and had dinner yeah. and just had fun doing whatever the fuck we wanted. We didn't have well, to worry about anybody else. It's funny. I got that... to cry on the beach and get married and not feel like a pussy. Did you, cr- did you cry? Happy. I did cry. Yeah. It was cool, uh, dude. They, was um, cool. So I had two weddings because I had a, like we did a Muslim ceremony because my mom was like, you got to get, you got to do okay. it this way. Yeah. And then Summer didn't convert. Like she's still Catholic. So right, sure. then we did, then we did a, like a normal, like a traditional Western wedding. Right. <clears throat> Not Western, like cowboy heels and shit, but like, like, West, <laughs> yeah. like North America. <laughs> so, or an assless chaps on the. Yeah. <laughs> so the Muslim wedding we did, it was just, literally our immediate family and i had like two of my two or three of my best friends and that's the same thing she had that to me was way better than like the yeah. big wedding they the I, more I intimate. Mean, people spend you know 30 40 grand to feed 100 people why why yeah 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 it's like you have a whole bunch of acquaintances there it's mm-hmm. like it yeah doesn't... people that you don't really want to see and yeah yeah you know. um so you've awesome. been so you've been with your girl six years but married for how long then yeah we got married in april so April oh, so it's been short. 21st, yeah. So Hawaii, eh? That's can I ask this is probably a bad question to ask, but how expensive was the how long you were there? How how much did you spend? Uh I mean we were in a really nice condo, so I spent like 10 grand for the two weeks I was there on a condo. Two weeks? But nice, yeah. That's not I mean, bad. Like two, nice, that's not bad for two weeks. Or no, it was ten days. It was ended up being ten, I think ten days. Yeah. And then um, but yeah, and then the wedding itself was like eight hundred bucks. It was nothing. 
oh that's awesome my yeah. fucking my wedding was like 40 grand but obviously you know when you're there you end up spending money but accommodation wise i think we spent 10 grand on a nice condo and it had a beautiful ocean view and its own private beach and that's also where we went snorkeling which i almost drowned and died i didn't snorkeling i went so i went snorkeling in 2017 in hawaii and i was 185 pounds oh, so no. i went back at 265 about 260 and i just go out there thinking Fuck, oh, snorkel. this no. is fun <laughs> and i and i so my wife she's charging she's faster than i am obviously and um I start feeling, I'm trying to breathe through this fucking the straw yeah. and I get under, as soon as I, like my ears get underwater, I hear myself breathing and I'm struggling, I'm shaking, I'm popping up. Holy fuck, I'm struggling to breathe. I don't even really think about the fact that I'm about to start sinking. Yeah. So I think I just got to catch Jasmine and tell her what's going on. So I swim out and, I'm, and I get to her and I'm like, hey, I'm struggling. I can't breathe. I got to, you know, I don't, this, isn't, this isn't working. Well, by that time I look back and I'm you're yeah. way the fuck out. Are you wearing I'm a life? Are, are you wearing a life vest? No, I wasn't wearing a Holy life vest. I just fuck. got stupid paddles, and yeah. uh, that's how I did it in 2017. I was just a little guy, <laughs> and um, I'm—I mean, I'm barely treading water. I'm panicking, so I end up like hugging a rock and coral, and I'm fucking water slamming me, and I'm getting fucking cut up from the coral, and because I'm—I mean, this one, I'm terrified. There's a boat. Yeah, that's like uh, about 20 yards this way. That's. Uh, uh, taking people snorkeling so it's like a snorkeling tour yeah yeah i almost went for the boat because yeah. i thought I'm not, i don't think i can make it back yeah i end up turning around and just going for it and uh i made it back but i was terrified i thought yeah. honestly i got back to the shore and i was crying because i felt like i was yeah. going back dude i same, was crying i was like same, i was this is horrifying absolutely the same terrifying. thing happened to me i the same time yeah. went, i went to my uh brother rented a cottage in michigan in uh saginaw same yeah. thing i they we went on a we went on a tubing on a boat right like we were mm -hmm. police pulling us around on a tube and he dropped me off uh there was like this big trampoline out in the middle of the lake kind of like on a sandbar right. yeah but there's a sandbar and there's like a big there's about 30 yards before you get to the shore mm -hmm. so i'm like oh i can fucking make it there like i thought it was sandbar all the way i didn't know it was like right. dipped and came back up mm -hmm. so i'm jumping on the trampoline i'm all out of breath and i'm like okay i'm gonna go yeah. back in same thing, dude. I got, I got in the water. I'm like, I look up, I'm like, I'm a foot under the water. So I start yeah. trying to start trying to swim. I swear to you. I thought I was going to die. That oh, day. I'm, I, like, I, I was certain I was I'm like, I'm not and in those moments. You think, you yeah. think you can just like relax and breathe and no. normal. No, I'm, I was, I was fucking terrified. Yeah. We and had I've, this conversation before and I said, yeah. I was about 120 pounds of weight difference between the last time I went swimming and I was like, okay. Yeah. And then when like, maybe, maybe like six, seven years later, I jumped in the sea. I was like, nope, I'm not built for yeah. this anymore. Get the, no. get me the fuck out. So yeah. fucking the muscle makes you sink like a fucking stone, oh, yeah. man. You have no, I went, back to, I went back to the rental places. Like, dude, what the fuck were you thinking? Looking at me, not sending me out with a life vest, a, a buoy or something. Yeah. 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 So they have these things that like clip around your waist. That's a little buoy that like goes on your low back. Yeah. Where it keeps you elevated like this. So you're not, you know, upright. Yeah, yeah. So you're actually able to lay and, and, and uh, snorkel. Yeah. Snorkel. Yeah. So I ended up getting that. And I was like, dude, uh, you almost fucking killed me. Man. What, what yeah. The fuck? I don't think the, like, honestly, I, I don't think the average person realizes people think weight, oh, he looks, means, uh, yeah. weight, weight means you're going to float or he thinks you're fit. You'll be able to swim. Yeah. Right. They don't, they don't realize that the more. No, my wife's fit. I'm 
fat. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't I didn't realize it either. Like we have a pool here, and I'm like, swimming the length of the pool is a fucking bitch. Oh yeah. It's like so we have a we have a river spot here in town where we I used to always jump off of rocks and you guys see with like my BMX, I would like gain her off the rock, back about the rocks, fine, sure, fun. This year we went there and I go to jump off the rock and I'm like 260th time. And I hit the water and I just keep going down, down and down yeah. and down. Usually you go down and you, you swim back up. twice yeah. and you're, you're at the top. Dude, I mean, I'm one, two, three. I mean, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a different. It's swimming scary. I don't like it. Anymore. Water scares me now. I never yeah, used, to, used to love the water. Now yeah. it terrifies me. It's scary. Yeah. So Hawaii, Samson, what's your best, your best date or time with your wife that you can remember other than sex? Oh, um, well, Amsterdam actually. We got stoned in Amsterdam. We ran through the street. That's cool, Ben. Anything? Um, I kind of had two, but like the the hike that we did in Colorado was just awesome. Yeah, yeah. how I just looked awesome because like. It was five hours of hard, like, well, certainly the way up was hard hiking. Yeah. So we'd stop here and there. We'd have a little chat, but it was like an experience to like achieve something together. So that was, yeah. that was really cool. But I probably have to say the the best memory I have is the night we met. And I've probably told this before, but it, and it's sad. It means more now as time's gone on because it was after the Arnold that Luke placed third mm. and we were in the bar um, celebrating Luke's win. And that was when Sean came and hang out with us. So there's like me, Luke, Sean, Donise, and then the, the Protan girls. And then actually that's the same night that I managed to watch the uh, UFC with Randy Couture on his yeah. phone because okay. he was sat, yeah, he was yeah. sat there. Um, and then just a bunch of cool shit all happened. Like I think uh, Jim Mannion came up to Luke and was like telling him, that, like just chatting to us. Right, we were both. He wasn't chatting to me. He didn't know who the fuck I was. Yeah. But he was like, you know, a really bright future. And then like a few judges came up, and Luke and I were just like, was this a real evening? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Denise and I got fucked up on whiskey, and yeah, it was a uh, just a say because of all of that and what's gone on since. It just has a really fun like memory, you know, special you place have, in my did heart. Did you have sex with Denise that night? Yes. <laughs> what what else did you guys do? Um, it was the it was the it was the first night that Denise had ever seen foreskin. Oh, um, oh, 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 oh wow! I don't, I don't want to know about your foreskin, your, your wizard, your wizard sleep, as you call it. Um, I think me and Summer. I think the best day was uh, Saint Martin. We did it because me and Summer don't do a lot. We're always working. We're always home, fucking working on something like. So we actually went on vacation to St. Martin. I had a guest posing there and she came with me. That was probably that whole week. We did a lot of different shit that we don't normally do like boating and fucking jet skiing and fuck just, you know, shit that's not normal for us. So that's probably the best day in our 15 years, best week. Uh, <clears throat> favorite cheat meal. Justin. I, I love Indian food. Do you? Yeah, so, fuck you're yeah, the I love third Indian person food. to say that. No way, yeah. man. So I fuck burger and fries. I guess that's what I want post show. I want some Indian food. Indian food, really? Yeah, why? What is, what's wrong with Indian food? Wait, 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 wait. You what? have to you have to actually go outside the US for really good Indian food too. 
I like mean, I have, I have, I have a proper back in the UK, hole in the wall. Yeah, uh, Indian spot is pretty good. But. The, the UK, like, in, like, a curry is like the national dish for some bizarre yeah. reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking good food. Dude. I don't see it. Is, it. is it the same thing over there in the US, though? I mean, like that big on curry. No, yeah, I, I, mean, I can't find Not here. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Everybody's talking at once. Ben, you're in Texas, so it doesn't count. Justin, do you have any good Indian places? I th- yeah, I have a good Indian place here in my town. It's, but it's, I don't know. Uh, if, but I don't know if that I mean, counts. But, you I haven't know. had Indian food in, U- in the UK, so you can't really compare. Yeah, I don't have much to compare. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> people are gonna freak out because there's gonna be a bunch of people be like, "It's about British curry." Then there's gonna be Indian <laughs> people in India that are gonna be like, "Fuck that guy! He doesn't know what curry is." <laughs> Uh, okay, Oregon's Indian. not exactly famous for its Indian food. Okay. <laughs> Indian food, Samson, you? Uh, my mom was always pizza, man. All right, good. I have somebody oh, I can be God. friends you know, with. Such a, this is a kid in the class that gives the answer the teacher wants to hear. Like, <laughs> oh, man, pizza? Well, what else is there? I'll be serious. You have pizza or some Chinese meal or something. But my mom was always pizza. Man. pizza. always seems to be the right thing. I think because you said pizza, I'm going to order some pizza tonight. I love pizza. Pizza's <laughs> awesome. I'll eat pizza, yeah. Yeah, pizza's great. Ben's the only one who doesn't like pizza. I no, so I don't. I can live without. Pizza. I don't. I don't really like Domino's. What do you do? Domino's okay for that. I know you like Domino's. No, I don't like Domino's. I, I actually no. Windsor's actually known for its pizza because we have like a large Italian population here. Yeah. So they actually make like real pizza. It's not like yeah. Domino's. Or, pizza, yeah. Windsor is known for its pizza purely off of Fuad's buying habits. No. He bought that much, <laughs> bought that much pizza in his lifetime, but it's actually on the map for it. It's honestly my go-to. It's the only, it's the only cheat meal that never fucking lets me down. I eat it and I'm like, that was worth it. You know, sometimes you get a cheat meal, you try something different, you're like, ah, that kind of sucked, and then your cheat yes, meal's yeah. gone. I always feel that way about pizza. I always eat. Wait, what is what is the you know what I'm saying, Justin? Your cheat meal's gone. I, mean, after. Yeah, I know, you know what, what you're saying. Like yeah. you wasted your, you have one yeah, cheat meal. No, a week. It's pretty upset. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to waste the calories on pizza. I don't want to waste the calories on pizza. But what I'm saying is, no, no, but wait a minute. What I'm saying is, if you get one cheat meal a week, I like the old old standby that never lets me down, and that's pizza. If I try something different, you know, sometimes I get five guys and the bun's soggy. I'm like, ah, fuck, this sucks. And then my cheat meal's gone for the the week. I have to wait a whole week. So I do something good. My, I make a, it's my mom's recipe, it's a lasagna. That and then a tub of Ben and Jerry's, and a Ben and Jerry's is never wrong. Ben and like, Jerry's is Jerry's. also a staple. My so, my cheat meal for most of the year was like a homemade pasta dish with garlic bread and then a pineapple. Oh, see that? See that tomorrow. doesn't feel. So, like, yeah. Justin, Justin, and I could hang. We could do curry one night. Yep. We could do homemade pizza the other night. Yeah, we're good. Okay, I love I love homemade pasta as well. So I'm gonna hang out with you guys on those nights. But <laughs> but but. I have a thing in my head. If it's not bad for me, it doesn't feel like a cheat meal. Ben and Jerry's isn't good for you. Sam, Samson, you feel that way too, don't you? I feel exactly that way because you know when you have like, uh, you have like, you go out and you order like a takeaway Chinese food, and they come in like with rice and yeah. you know it's all fried rice and stuff. I feel like that's so close to. Like, what I'm <laughs> so clean. Oh, you and him are the same. You're telling me the Chinese fried rice. Is See, I feel the same. It's too close to what's good. Like it's too I want the extreme opposite. That's right. Like if I get like vegetable fried rice, I'm like, that's like the same rice I just ate. I'm like, it's cool. Like this doesn't do anything. It doesn't feel bad enough. I need to. I need to. I need to kill the craving completely. Like it has to be yeah, shit. But I'm I'm on board with Ben. I think I always need a pint of ice cream with my cheat meal. 
No, so that I, I do, that I I do agree something with. like that, it's tough to transition into the ice cream. But if I eat just a pasta and garlic bread and then I can eat my ice cream, I'm not completely fucked from the pasta and garlic bread. No, my go to is the pizza and then the Ben and Jerry's. I have to, like, okay. those two are together. Yeah, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm not going to argue with that. As long as you always have the, the hot wings, the five hot wings to start off with, and then the full large pizza, and then the Ben and Jerry's afterwards. Yeah. You know, cookies and cream. Yeah. Definitely. Fucking Samson, me and you got to hang out. So, <laughs> I'm, so all week this week, I think I've had like 80 wings this week. I don't know. I don't know why. I've just been, I've been ordering. That's a little wings. That's I've been I've been Uber eating fucking wings like every other day. Wait, can, can, can I just say that? Uh, how much did that Starbucks cost you to Uber Eats? <laughs> it's like twelve bucks. Did you, did you Uber eat it? No, you I did? went. I uh, went. I, I went. And got it. You went and got it. Okay. What were you gonna say, Ben? So, I was gonna say for anyone that's been following me from like when I was working with Milos, which was the end of 2017, right? Milos would give me a cheat meal on a Sunday. When I was living, this was when I was living just outside of London, the nearest takeaway to me was Domino's. Hmm. So anyone that was following me there would see every Sunday, I would get two large pizzas, a box of their cookies, and a tub of Ben and Jerry's. So Perfect. I've done, I have, I did that for like six months straight. Maybe that's like why, maybe you, you burned it out. That's why you don't like pizza anymore. Where the guy, that's the bigger guy, always thinks already know your order when they when you call them up. It's not a regular; like, they already know like yeah, it's that exact time of this day yeah. every week, that same Saturday evening, exact same time. Mm. And when you call them, yeah. Like, oh yeah, we don't, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> but but here, here's the thing: a lot, a lot of times, a lot of times, I was only ordering the pizzas because I wanted the cookies and the ice cream. Okay. You know what I mean? You know when you order out and they have like a one place does like the dessert and it's like amazing. Because Domino's has that amazing. big cookie. Yeah. Domino's has a no, big no, no, cookie. No, 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 no. I had oh, the, yeah. the, the small, the four, the small, oh, okay. four. They got like four cookies that come out in there. They're oh, hot like the and they're cinnamon sticks. Amazing. Those are good. Okay. But okay. I was kind of convinced. I was accepting the two large pizzas because I really wanted the cookies and ice cream. <laughs> you're like, you're like yeah. I might as well, might as well eat the pizzas here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Had a fun, I'm, I'm had hungry. a fun. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, I'll eat for you. I'll eat for you. Um, how to fund the bodybuilding lifestyle as a young adult. Sell weed. So <laughs> have a, have, have a grow, grow up. Like fucking Justin. Uh, all, all my advice would be is whatever job you take, make sure it's bodybuilding friendly. And what I mean by that is if you work at a factory and you have shift work, you can usually stop to get a meal in because you have, you start work, then you usually have like your first break two hours later, then you have a lunch, then you have another break and then you leave. So you can get a meal in every couple hours. Yeah. If you have two fifteens and a half hour break, you're set up. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. like for me for like, that's why I bounced for so long. Cause like they didn't care if I ate while I was standing at the door or like I could just go in the back and eat and come back to the door. So like whatever job you find, just make sure it's bodybuilding friendly so you can continue to get your food in and continue to do all the things you got to do. As far as money goes, fuck man, you got to learn to eat cheap. Like I, I, I had a lot of, a lot of ground beef and a lot of tuna and a lot of, and I'm not talking the good tuna either. I'm talking like the shit that looks like cat food that you buy for like 59 cents. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's really a big bag of rice and a big bag of frozen chicken breast is pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, it's Ooh. true. If, if you're going to yeah. eat, if you really want to eat cheap, I think I did a video on my on my channel. There's one that says uh, bodybuilding on a budget, and I, all the meals were under two bucks. Yeah, and you can get a big big thing of, of affordable olive oil that you can drizzle on there if you need fats. Like 
Yeah. That shit can go, that can go a long way. Yeah. The rice is, yeah. Rice is the best, the cheapest thing for sure. Pasta is not expensive either. No. So, and any advice? Then you have to add a sauce to pasta though. Yeah, but you can get the cheap fucking 59 cent. But you know what I mean? Though? You can do chicken and rice with a bit of olive oil. You can do it kind of dry. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real cheap. You start yeah, adding yeah. in pasta sauces and then you're putting some little like Parmesan cheese on there. You're getting all fancy and adding. For, for, yeah. fancy. for me, for me, pasta was a staple when I was coming up in my off seasons because it was so cheap and I yeah. never, ever got sick of it. I could eat pasta and ground beef or pasta and chicken every fucking meal of the day if I wanted to. I wouldn't dry it. No, no, no. I have to have the sauce on it. The sauce, okay. But yeah. I didn't care about getting a little chubby in the off-season, so I would just do fucking ground beef, pasta, and sauce, and I would I would do that, or I would do ground chicken or ground turkey, and I would do that, like, four of the six meals every day yeah. in the off-season. Ground beef, those big things of ground beef are, are pretty yeah. uh, cost-efficient. Well, even... tubes of it. Yeah. <laughs> even when I was prepping, though, if, like, I would eat... um inside round or outside round steak which is like super tough to eat but like i would get mm. the butcher i would i would say i want 20 pounds can you grind up ground it, yeah. yeah he would grind up inside and outside mm. round steak and he would he'd grind up 20 pounds for me and i would it's like four grams of fat per four ounces or so it's like it's really really lean so i would just mix that with my rice so and it's also really cheap because it's not like a good cut of steak so yeah. that's a really good thing to do when you're prepping and you want to save money too. You can get that. Most people are going to save money when they pivot to like a, a clean body. Oh yeah. 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 You know, well, cause there's, I think the, go ahead. In a weird way, in a weird way, the off season is cheaper than the prep though. Right. Mm. I feel like it's the other way. I get pretty me. bougie in my off season. I buy expensive steak. And, yeah. No, yeah. now, cause you can afford it. Sure. Yeah. I'm, so what I mean is if you're literally just going to do a budget, if you're high on carbs and fats, they're relatively cheapest to protein. <laughs> if you're yeah. a little lower on the protein, because invariably most people add a little more protein as they start dieting, as the carbs come down, right? Protein yeah. content sure. goes up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the expensive part of a diet is the protein I find. That's I my can point. See, I can see your point. My my problem is in the off season, I always eat out more. Even when I was younger, if it was, even if it was shit food, like not a nice restaurant, yeah, but yeah. like I would eat out more or like I would add condiments like sauce and Parmesan yeah. cheese and all that stuff costs more. I found when I started dieting, it was literally like bag of frozen fucking broccoli, rice, and my flank steak, or not flank steak, my inside outside round steak, which yeah. was cheap as fuck. And yeah. that was my that was my diet. So yeah, a bunch of green beans and some 991 turkeys, pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunter Hunter has fucked my shopping bill up now because he was eating uh, filet, filet for his oh, beef meals. Oh, no, you're fucked. And so now all I can eat is filet because I'm just like, everything else just tastes like shit to me. Yep. So all of my beef meals, are, I buy some filet and I'm like, fuck, this is expensive. Yep. I did that Carnifex one year. only, baby. I think uh, the one year I worked with Hani, a couple years I worked with Hani, when he carb loaded me, the protein yeah. source was tenderloin, like the filet. And I'm like, it, the, it made the carb load amazing because I'm like, this yeah. was best steak i read but, but then i got used to it i'm like oh fuck man i gotta fucking start selling drugs or something to make more money the thing, the thing is i do it i do it as my meal five and then denise is like oh can, can you make two of those so now i'm having to do two meals <laughs> double the bills yeah. uh, uh, my son's banging on the door let him in i only got a little bit to go he's walking him right around Justin, how you doing, man? I don't want to keep you too long. Are you okay? I'm still? good. I'm, honestly, I feel fine. I feel okay. really good. So okay. three weeks out, I, I, I honestly feel a lot better than I have in previous preps. Okay, good. Yeah, I feel good. Um, 
Oh, there he is. What? Hey, buddy. Hi. 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 Hello. <laughs> Look at that fucking hair. Has that been cut yet since he since he was born? Nope. That's almost as good as my hair. I'm so jealous of that hair. When I look at that, I'm like, fuck, that's good hair. Yeah. Jeez, he's adorable. Yeah. Hi. Took, took his first Lucky, step. He looks like his mom. He no, looks, it's, it's funny. He looks exactly like Ben. I don't know why he's good looking. Ben's not good looking. <laughs> <laughs> no, ben I, don't, I, don't I don't know why they're not waving back, buddy. They Sorry. Don't like you. Sorry. Hi. Hi. Yeah, there you go. Hi. Give <laughs> <laughs> me the screen really grab like for, the, for the podcast. That's all waving. Bye. Oh. Bye. Okay. Hey, bye bye. Right. Go bye bye. Bye bye. Oh. Uh, now all I can think about is who I telling me I look weird without my beard. Is that you've been stuck on that for a while, eh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't shave it. it. Don't shave it. Just you, leave it. You look weird. I didn't Thanks, say dude. weird. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> mean yeah, bad. You did. <laughs> I didn't mean you look bad. Weird. Well, I was used to seeing you with that big scruff and <laughs> it all I know, up. yeah. I, 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 I had to hide my fat face. I wouldn't let you hold my childhood if you had no beard. You wouldn't? <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um <laughs> Make the perfect bodybuilding body with one part off each podcast member. Uh, uh, Nick's, arm, Nick's arms. I think Ben froze. No. Ben frozen for you guys. There he is. Nick, Nick's arms. No, I'm good. Nick's arms. Uh, James quads. Um, Ben's back. Ben's back. <laughs> I'm sorry. It fits, fits right my in. Box, my box fit, fits right in. This guy. Um, Samson's waist. Uh, who's chat? My chest. Yep. Um, who's back? Yeah. Guys, hamstrings. From the okay. side, guys, ham- or Nick's hamstrings, yeah, Nick's hamstrings yeah. Yeah. in the rear shots. Crazy, yeah. yeah. Ian's calves, <laughs> this is about as my back. <laughs> um, Ian's-, Ian's forearms, Ian's forearms are fucking nuts. Ian's shoulders, yeah, yeah, he's so fucking wide. Ian's wide as fuck. Go Ian's shoulders, but Brett, we're missing, we're missing a back. Brett's back, Brett's back, yeah, Brett's back, Brett's back really is pretty good, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good bodybuilder. Fuck, imagine that. Yeah, that's, that sorry, that's a pretty good bodybuilder. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking phenomenal. That's like mm. world class. Could you imagine that level. look? Honestly, you put Brett's back, Sansa's waist, my chest, <laughs> Ian's shoulders, Nick's arms, Nick's arms, yeah. James's quads. quads. James's quad from the side is just bananas, by the way. James like, quad he is has that fucking, sweet yeah. over there on the side. Fuck. Yeah, that's a good bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Who has the biggest arms in the whole crew? Nick. How often do you have to take rest days before you notice effects of overtraining? After three days, I need a break. Anybody else? Yeah, yeah three days minimum or maximum. And yeah. I can go. I mean, I, I, could go for- I could force the fourth if the fourth day is like arms, but. Yeah, but no. I go a whole week. Samson, you go the whole uh, week? Too much. I go a whole week. I just rest days on Sundays. Imagine how much you're going to grow when you take an extra day. 
Yeah, I'd follow. Well, he's I'm talking about Milos. He's not allowed an extra day. Less is more, lazy sons of bitches. You know who happened on the last show, right? We came up, and since, well, basically, I came off the stage on Sunday. We flew back on Monday. On Tuesday, we picked up the keys in my new house, and since then, we've just been moving house for a week, right? Yeah. So, Milos is like, okay, let's start your rebound, okay? Let's get you going. I was like, okay, you know, let me get a week rest from going. He's like, okay, okay, this one. Then, literally, the ending of that week, he must going, okay, how's the update? How's it going? And I said, look, this week, obviously, we're moving house. My stuff is all over the place. I haven't been able to train this week. I haven't yeah. been able to eat properly. Yeah. He was pissed off, man. He was like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? Like, you're, wa- like, you're wasting the rebound. He, he doesn't have breaks. He doesn't have breaks. But, I, pro- no breaks. but I promise you from my own experience. So John used to want me to do six days, but I'm not good. Yeah. At, but I'm not good at doing like taking my foot off the gas. So I was never good at doing pump days and heavy days. Like that's what John wanted me yeah. to do. Man, I found once I did six days, my progress slowed more than take because uh, what always worked for me was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, day off, and then Friday, Saturday, and then day off. So I would give myself like a break in the middle of the week. So I don't All know. Right. If you, have you ever done that or have you always trained six days? I've always trained six days, you know, because obviously, because where I used to work, weekends are the only day I really had off. So we just had just one of them days off, like off the gym. I've never actually had a chance. I'd to love to see day. you. I'd love to see you take a like a day off in the middle of the week, like a Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, really? And, and then, and then, just, and then eat it's your It's amazing. Feet. Honestly, I, I yeah. train Monday, Tuesday, back chest, and then I take Wednesday off. And then I start with legs and I'm fresh. Yeah, you can do that too. I yeah. Feel good oh, really? legs. yeah. I usually go, I, I usually just do it according to like the worst body part of the one you're prioritizing, right? So for yeah. you, if you want to prioritize your back, you would start yeah. with start with back, then go chest, then mm-hmm. go fucking arms or something and take a day off yeah. and then go legs and shoulders or something, yeah. something okay. like that, whatever, whatever kind of yeah. split. But like, I would always take my biggest body parts and put them after the day off. So like okay. if so- Sunday so, yeah, was a day off. Do you end up having like two days off in a week or do you just play like every three days you have a break? No, I would do uh, usually Thursday and Sunday was usually my yeah. days. Sunday, oh, I always I wanted Sunday off. And then, Sunday. Yeah, and then I did stuff like like uh, Justin before. I would do, sometimes I would do two days and then a day off. But I would alternate yeah. between Wednesday and Thursday. I would always have a day off in the middle of the week depending on what my split was. And I found it well, that, that sounds great. because Samson, what happens is like you're depleting glycogen. And it, I know Milos is, I know, you know, this is going to go against what Milos says, but in my yeah. opinion, if you're training hard and you get those three days, right? And let's say you do back, chest, shoulders or back, chest, arms, right? You just depleted the fuck out of your body. So you take yeah. that day off and then you refuel everything and then you go back in for legs and your, your glycogen stores are back to 100%, yeah. right? I Whereas, know that my output is not the same if I don't yeah. take that rest day. My yeah. leg day isn't nearly as effective. And it's and not I only... I can already notice it like towards the end of the week. Obviously, that's why I put my most right. muscle group in the mm-hmm. because I know that... I'm not as fresh and everything else. The weaker muscle group comes first. The stronger ones stay at the end. But the idea of actually having like a midweek rest and then coming back fresh, it actually is a great idea. To think about and that, that. And, that's the, um, and that's the thing I always noticed with John's methods when we used to do six days. And John actually told me eventually to take it away because he knew I wasn't able to like go 50% in the gym. So he's like, just take the middle day out. But I would notice the same thing when I went six days. By the time I got to Friday, I was like chronically overtraining and I'm like, I'm just pushing myself mentally now through these workouts. My body doesn't actually want to be here. So, and I think that's something people don't realize either. There's such a thing as chronic overtraining where it's like you mentally can push yourself to go, but your body might need the rest. 
So like I can always take a fucking, I can always drink a pre-workout and force myself to go to the gym. It doesn't mean my body should be there. Sometimes it's just about how you feel mentally though. I know after that rest day, when I get in the gym, I'm excited to train like yeah. so just had the day off. Yeah. But I, I think I feel that's... fresh mentally and cognitively. I'm ready to attack. The session. But that's the other thing. And I don't know, Ben, maybe you can touch on this too, is I don't think overtraining is just physical. Like when you mm-hmm. want to be in the gym, that's when you, when you don't want to go to the gym one day, maybe not just one day, but it's not always, but I would say like when you all of a sudden don't feel like going to the gym for numerous days in a row, that's to me, that's part of overtraining. You are talking about us though. <laughs> well, I'm talking to, I'm specifically talking to Samson. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. What I mean is you'll have some people who, listening who aren't like training obsessed, obsessed, yeah. obsessed with training and they're like, well, that's every day. So I need to take the full week off and, like I never feel like training. I'm like, no, no. Like, you have to already be in the in the kind of group of like it's kind of trying to hold you back, right? We're, yeah, we're hard, we're hard to hold back. If you're of that mindset, mm-hmm. then I believe more rest. It's it's everything, right? It's not just that's what I was saying to you before. Like, but Milos's methods work for some people. Like every coach's methods will work for someone somewhere. But yeah. genet- genetically, a lot of people cannot recover. Yeah, even if you provide, even if you're providing it with all the nutrition you can, like you could fucking IV me 24 hours a day. I could not recover my mm-hmm. CNS, my joints, my tendons, every, all of that just wouldn't recover training every day. Just well, and not just that I've, I've made the most progress this year by cutting my volume down by a third. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I back way, I back way off. Most of what I do is usually one set, one to two sets. Yeah. Train five days a week. And that's helped me a lot. Well, especially, recovery has been huge. Well, this is the other thing too, especially for you, Samson, because Samson, you train more like I do. You train faster yeah. and you train yeah. with more, more volume and you don't necessarily, yeah. you do a little bit of progressive overload, but it's more just like volume, volume, volume. Yeah. Yeah, these, these guys like Ben, if anybody was going to do six days, it would be somebody like Ben or, or Justin, where they're only doing one or two top working sets. If you're doing yeah. three or four working sets per exercise, you probably need to rest even more. Dude, up until last week, I was doing five working sets in a whole workout. Yeah, that's not like us, Samson. Samson, we do like, you know, me yeah, and most I usually do like seven, seven, eight. Yeah. Yeah, like me and you will lay down oh. on a bench and do, you know, we'll work up to three plates and then maybe do four. But like I count the three plates as a, as a working set. I count the yeah. two plates as yeah. a proper set. Yeah. So so chest, a- I'll do five working sets total for chest. Yeah, but see, that I'm, day I'll end up doing eight working sets total because I'll do triceps. So I'll do three see, working might, sets for triceps. See, if I'm doing that flat bench, those, those last three sets are all working sets because I'm going to go probably yeah. to failure or close to it with three plates, three and a quarter, and then four. Yeah, see, yeah, the three I can't and do the that three, close to failure. The three yeah. and a three and a quarter, I'll be doing three reps on both. A double those. or a triple. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So and Samson, then I'm going to get, yeah. Yeah, so Samson, that's where me and you are different. Okay. We, train, we train more like a cutler style where it's like more volume. Yeah, just high volume. And yeah, I might and do as, lo- as low as a single working up yeah. that top weight just yeah. to feel it. And also, Justin, you're probably like Ben where you take like a two, three minutes between sets. I make sure to regulate my breathing and I make sure to regulate, you know, my energy output so I have adequate and, and ample energy for that working set. Yeah. I don't waste any energy anywhere else except for on the working sets yeah samson if you ask me to take a two-minute rest on like nah, i might as well go cold yeah again i'll be like fuck that get me out of here this is too boring Training. Yeah, the, the fun part is is i get to i get to standardize that approach so every time i'm in the gym it's the exact same thing every time and then i have it annotated in my phone like i said i just log in my phone and every time i have 
these markers I get to try and beat every time. And that's the game for me. If you're doing progressive overload, what you guys yeah. are saying is exactly right. Yeah. For me and right. Samson, we're not like, if I bench 405 this week, I'm probably going to bench 405 next week and the week after yeah. that yeah. and the week after that. I don't that. do that for everything. Like if I'm doing, yeah. you know, bicep curls, I'll, I'll carry my pyramid up and set to 10 just to, you know, accumulate well, some fatigue. On well, the because I don't, really mind. I, I don't think, to me personally, I don't think heavy weights work with arms. So no. that's probably why you're doing that for arms. Yeah. But yeah, so Samson uh, with the with the sorry, go ahead, Ben. Or lateral. Uh, I, was, I was gonna say the the hack squat, what the what you did when it was me, you, James, and Guy. And it, what's funny is you had two guys, you and Guy, yeah. that are like fast paced volume guys, and then you got James and I, who we can train like Justin. You, Take it easy. It's the same. Yeah, and then like, wait two and minutes. And once once we get up to that top set, so okay, this is the one we're gonna go at. Like yeah, this is gonna be all out, and then. There's no rush. We're like, okay, we'll strap up, take our time, get the music right. Okay. All right. Are we ready? You ready? And then Fuad's today going like, fucking get on with it. You <laughs> know That's the thing, right? When, when there's more than three of us training, I mean, even three oh. of us, I'm like, nah, it's too many. It's too many. We, we yeah, I can't, I can't do more than two. The only time I can do three is for legs. Then I can do three. Because yeah. it's a little yeah. bit, because you take a little bit longer rest. Longer rest. Yeah, so. to recover. That's so four people. And the other four thing people. is like, no, no, that's not even going to work out. Four, pe four people is never going to work for me. Yeah. I'll take four. If I'm doing like a heavy squat or hack squat, it'll be yeah. maybe three, four, five minutes if I'm yeah, really, if, cool. I need, if I need it, if I need it. But yeah, that, but like that a work. heavy deadlift session, I don't mind if, you know, yeah. three or four of us are, are pulling off the floor together. That's fine. But I mean, that's, everybody's got their own, um, everybody got, everybody has their own goal for their training. Your guy's goal is yeah. different than me and Samson. Me and Samson are chasing a pump and a soreness. Yeah. You and Ben, yeah. Justin, you and Ben are, tra are, tra are, tra are are chasing weight and progressive, you know, getting that heavier. What strength. I'm chasing is, is tension, is mechanical tension. Yeah, but and you, the more but, weight I can use, the more tension I can put on the muscle. That's right. That's right. So I try to optimize everything around that. See, I'm chasing, the, the, I'm chasing reps. So if I can do right. four I'm chasing five, reps too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if I'm yeah. using the same weight and I gain a rep, that's, that's progression. But what I'm saying is if like I can do 405 for 10 and that's yeah. like my failure. I'm going to try and get 405 for 12. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, yeah. So, there I mean, will, I'll, there... I'll try to get, you know, yeah. four, 410 for, yeah, for yeah, 10. Yeah. You know, just that yeah. extra two and a half on each side. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know how things to accumulate over time. It's funny. We call your guy's style progressive overload. Me and Samson also do progressive overload, but it's just a different way. It's like I'm chasing more pump base. I than... think but it's not. I it's think not you guys exact. progressing, I think you guys do, in my opinion, a lot of that volume can mitigate your ability to progress in weights and in reps. But that's in, within that. the gym, within yeah, the gym. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, and that's the difference is some people equate more strength with more muscle. And I don't necessarily believe that's a hundred percent true. It's only one aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. 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 And that's, and like Ben said earlier, there's, I mean, all these different approaches work. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I built, I built a lot of muscle just training with high volume. Yeah, uh, but I didn't get to a point where it didn't work for me. A lot of times it's like, what stimulates this? What That's keeps right. this interested, yep. right? Because right. if I did your style of training, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. After five months, I've, I've not done, I've not trained as hard because I didn't enjoy it as much. So my progression yep. outside of the gym doesn't look like the same thing mm -hmm. as if yeah. I stuck to the way out. That, yeah. that intrigues my brain. I said that. Me honing in and perfecting that one working set and executing that set as perfectly as possible. That's what gets me fired up. Yeah. And chasing I, that extra two and a half pounds or that extra rep, that's what gets me fired. See, for me, I'm chasing, um, I want to make sure my body's fully taxed. 
Yeah. So when I'm training, I want to feel like if I'm training legs or chest or any body part, I'm not chasing a weight. I'm chasing, I want to tax the muscle completely. So if I'm done a workout and I feel like the muscle's not taxed, I don't feel good pump. I don't feel like I'm burnt out or tomorrow I wake up and I don't feel any soreness. I'm like, something's not right. I, didn't I mean, I, I feel taxed and I feel sore. No, no, no. I listen, I'm not arguing one, one side or no, another. I just, I, we're just taking different routes. Yeah. Yeah. Different approaches. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll feel more taxed doing a one set to, to like, complete, complete failure. failure. So I'm trembling yeah. and shaking and someone has to shit yourself on the leg press. Then doing three sets that were submaximal. And the last one I take close to failure, but I can in a safe environment, you know? Yeah, yeah, not, no, not that whole like fucking shaking, trembling, like where my CNS is shot to bits. And that's why the two methods work in complete opposites of each other because you cannot mix the two. But worse, no. but you, you can. can't. But do, wait a minute, you can't do three sets and on the third set take it to the extent that say Justin or I or James or Ian do because I don't agree. And, I, and I'm not but just hear out why. Just hear me hear me out for one second. When we train shoulders, I still went to failure on my last sets of each of those exercises we chose with a lesser weight. That's right. So, so you were so what I mean is you can't do the two because if you adopt your method, you're already limiting whatever this what Justin said. You're not going to be able to you're now limiting. So, so where we take it to, and I'm not saying ours is better, they both work. What I'm saying is they are opposites and you can't blend the two real. When you try and blend the two, you take away the true value of each. One. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah. And I also you find that if yeah. I'm working up in sets of 10, on a, say a shoulder press, by the time I get to that top set, my shoulders are a little bit fatigued and then I, then I start utilizing <laughs> my triceps to drive and I'm not as, not as efficient. No, but see, So I don't load the, the actual muscle as well as if I just preserved that energy and came see, into it fresh. See, that's where we think of it differently. I mm-hmm. am loading the muscle. I'm just finishing off whatever fibers are left. You're, you want yeah. the muscle to be totally... F- yeah healthy still and ready to lift the maximal amount of weight whereas i'm yeah. like i want it to be half fucked so when i get there but i, I finish but it off but we can fuck a muscle with more weight at the end it doesn't matter more if the muscles fucked the muscles fucked it's it's just two different no, i know i'm saying we're we're yeah. achieving the same thing yeah 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 but, yeah. but if justin and i if justin and i try to end the way we do but we try to warm up a little more aggressively I get it. We now retract from being able to load the muscle maximally mm-hmm. and fuck out fuck our whole system up. I, I think the biggest I, thing for me is it allows me to have a plan because everything is quantifiable. My progress is quantifiable. It's yeah. this, the same approach every single time. I have it logged in my logbook. I know when I'm improving. I either came to the gym, I improved, or I didn't. Yeah, so like that, I said. To me, you know, I, I, I'm able to quantify my progress. That's, that's, a, yeah. I, that's important. I, and you are, you are going to – it is important to have that measuring stick. My measuring stick is yeah. the scale in the mirror. Sure. When I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't – I don't but that's where I measure by like how much weight I lifted. I measure yeah. more by what my body looks like. And I don't measure just by weight. Sometimes I do the same exact weight for less reps, but I did it with a slower negative or I pause in the hole. Find a different way to that's tax, progression. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah, ben, I, sorry. I, I, I'm not arguing over our ways better than your way. No, I know. They, but no. Like, they both work. What I'm saying is, I mean, it's more actually, it raises a good point. I see a lot of people trying to adopt our way of training and doing it incorrectly because yeah. they're still doing the <laughs> doing traditional of, bodybuilding training, but they're then, also trying to add JP's end, training. Yeah. They're utilizing yeah. junk volume in their working sets and not. Yeah. yeah and then what they're doing and, is that 
they're detracting away from the final set and the final output. And that is all that matters in our system. Our system is do whatever you need to do or as little or as much as you need to do so that that one set couldn't be any more. I get it. No, listen, this you is a, this is an old, old <coughs> debate or topic to, yeah. to discuss. Because like yeah. even me and Evan have talked about this because Evan was always of your mind. Like I'm going to rest as long as I need to so that when I do squat, I can squat right. six plates instead of five. Because if I yeah. don't rest... Yeah. Why am I going to jump in on my second set of leg press without taking a big enough break? And then I just shit the fed on that second set of leg press. Because if I, if I lose 10 reps on the back end of it, because wait, but you're just, just thinking right of in. it. You're, see, this is the thing you're, you're adding a negative connotation to it. That's the part I think I'm arguing. So you're saying, no, you're right. I think you're, I think you're right. And so I think I'm saying, what I'm saying is you're, as long you're as you're still taking it to failure, the muscle knows it's taxed and it still responds. The goal for both of us at the end of the day is sure. tax all the fibers in the muscle when you leave the gym, yep. right? So I can do it the same way you can do, like the same way you do, not the same way. I get as much out of my muscle as you do, just yeah. I do it a different way, Yeah. right? You do yeah. it with more weight, I do it with more volume. That's the only, yeah. there's no negativity to either one of them. No, just, no, there really isn't. I, 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 don't, I don't mean to come off like I'm, I'm you know, slandering that approach yeah. at all. I think just my approach is what I enjoy and that's what yeah. makes me excited. And, and I, I just love gonna, what I do. Yeah. And I think that's, what's important. But I think people, anybody listening, just find what works for you and what you enjoy. If you don't enjoy doing what Ben and I do, then there's yeah. no point in doing it. Yeah. And I, you're I, not acting, yeah. I expressed this in a most recent chess video I did at the end of the video. I had like a two minute talk where I was like, look, there are, everybody has a different technique. And I mentioned yeah. like, even, and this goes for nutrition too. Like I talked about uh, Greg Doucette does main gaining. Some people do eat shitty food and get really fat in the off season. Some people like, mm-hmm. yes, there are healthier ways and yes, there are optimal ways, but there, whether you're healthier or more optimal, there's a lot of different ways to get to an end goal. Yeah. So I think the most important thing for longevity is exactly what you just said. Exactly. What Ben just said is if you don't fucking like it, you're not going to keep doing it. Yeah. So I can't get you excited. So I can't go in the gym. Like Ben knows, like I was getting like antsy, like waiting to go on like the fucking mm-hmm. leg press and shit. Like, and Samson's like that too. Whereas Ben was like, fuck man, can we just take it easy? Like can we, we, just, well, we, we went from we went from that cybex squat press right and we went balls out on that that was a high yeah. rep so we did 20 a set of 20 on the first thing that fucked me and then he, <laughs> he fucking runs just for like okay he waddles over to the hack squat <laughs> and he's loaded he's, he puts three pace on and straight away he's into a set of eight and i'm like <laughs> No fucking way. Like, what is happening here? I'm like, I want a little like that set. I'm still I'm still on the come down from that set over there. Like this is like oh, yeah. this is this time my missus let me blow my load in her mouth and then she yeah. carries on. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I think part of my problem is I hate when that happens. I think <laughs> I think part of my problem is I get distracted. If I if I sit around for too long between a set, it's like if you're if I go to the gym once I drink my pre-workout and I'm fucking here. I don't want to come back down and then go it's back up. It's your personality type. Yeah, I just want to fucking... doubles back to what we were saying before. I mean, if yeah. you, you just have to do what suits you. Yeah. yeah I just want to... I think the same, same, I have the same, same exact mindset. It's like once you're hiking, you're in that zone. I want to stay there. You don't want there. to come out of it yeah. because you know it's mm-hmm. hard to get back into it. You almost yeah. feel like you got to pick yourself up to get back into it. Yeah. So once you hit it, you want to get it as, hit it as hard as you can and be yeah. done. Mm-hmm. I, think it takes, I think it takes a special kind of person. Like when I see you guys talking and fucking around or whatever and then you're once you're on the weight you're like refocused i'm like i can't fucking how do you turn it off and on 
I can't. I, can't I know a lot go. of people would watch me train in like the you know three second negatives on back movements. I like a lot of. I know a lot of people would find that shit boring. No, that I like. But, that I like. That, that, yeah. that I like. Yeah. When you when you make something fucking harder, I like that. Mm-hmm. That that yeah, for good. sure. I yeah. just it's just a long. I make it. Period. I make it harder with weights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you <laughs> also control. You also control what you're doing. Is that? Yeah. No. No. That is something I've learned. Dive bombing. Yeah. That's something I learned later in life because a lot of time, like I and I won't lie, I got into this style of training because I have an ego because it's fun to chase big yeah. weight and move. And I was relatively strong for my size. I'm still pretty strong for my size in terms of how much mm-hmm, muscle yeah. I have. So it suits me because I don't have to play a game that I'm not very good at. I get to play the game I am good at. When well, I, I was going to say you have to admit, like it's it's got to be a good stroke to the ego when like a guy's bigger than you he's like oh i'm bigger than you but you're squatting fucking eight plates and he's squatting four yeah. like that's got to well, be a good way to like counterbalance that like well fuck you you're bigger than me i'm stronger than you but then like justin says to be able to like do those kind of weights with precision and control that's what that's i've developed in the last strength. in the last five i mean that was what luke and i really started to hone hmm. and then i've continued to do that that to me then goes, well, yeah, okay, I can dive bomb a bunch of weight over there, but can you do it with this amount of precision? If yeah, you can yeah. do a three-second negative and pause in the hole in a hack squat and explode back up with seven or eight plates, then you're actually strong. See, I like that kind of stuff because John taught me all that shit. When I went to go, you know, I'd go to Ohio and I'd train with John. John taught me about static holds and pause reps and, yeah. and all this stuff. I was just going to post, a, a, we were, I was doing a four-plate uh, pause rep on the incline. Yeah. I was going to post it yesterday. Cause we were laughing at guy. Cause guy was like talking about doing pause reps on the squat and there was no pause. It was just like, <laughs> he's like, he's like everybody thinks they pause, but they yeah. don't pause. We were people, people, people tag me in like a paused RDL. Yeah, I'm like, there's no pause there. <laughs> I've, actually got to go, I've actually got to go and train legs right after this. So I might try pull sweat just for giggles. Do I've it, done that a long time. Do it. Tag guy in it. <laughs> i just think also like on a hack spot movement spending some time in that lengthened position loaded that's yeah. going to be the most beneficial beneficial place to yeah to spend time the more time you spend downloaded in the stretches is, is going to yield the most um okay we'll do one or two more in a couple hours and we'll go uh do you do the dishes before or after you eat before I, I always get too lazy after eating i usually do it before i do it half and half I, I do as much as i can until i lose patience and then i eat and then i clean up I wait till the I wait till the sink is full. I have a really big sink. It's like this big. Oh, you like, see, that's why you can get away with it. No, that's like right after. I have like a big farm sink, and I just put stuff in there. And once it gets full, I put it all in the dishwasher. I yeah, in my not, new house. I'm, I think I'm. Gonna, I think I'm gonna get two dishwashers. Yeah, one dirty, one clean, one. Yeah, I think one on the island and one. Yeah, yeah. We have a dishwasher. I don't use it. I clean everything by hand. Why? Why? Why would you do that? I don't. I I have this obsession that like I have to have the the sink clean at all times. Like everything. Mm -hmm. I am not like this with anything else. Like my bedroom, my my wardrobe is fucking bomb site. But I think I don't. I've got this habit that. I'm making food. I put like the chicken and mice in the microwave. Everything gets cleaned up. The only thing that needs washing is the bowl that I'm eating out of when I'm done. Okay, wait. And I, I, have a and I go and wash it up. I go and wash it up right away. And wait, wait, wait. I have a question. I have a question. And then you wash the fork too. <laughs> and the spoon? The sp- no, the spoon. <laughs> Fuck you. There's no forks. I wash. And you wash your cup, you drink out of That's okay. it. That seems superfluous. Wait, wait. Oh, wouldn't you just put it in the dishwasher? That's what I was going to say. Because I have, because I have favorites. I have a favorite bowl, a favorite spoon, a favorite mug. And I oh, use them for Only one? Uh, I, I have, have two favorite bowls. That... I have like a, a like a stack of like five bowls that I 
No, I've got two okay. bowls. I've got two bowls that are the same, two, the, the big Mickey Mouse ones. I've got two spoons that are the same. But invariably, I just used one that day. It comes out, and I use it for all my meals. Hmm. See, I use yeah. the same bowl for all my meals, but I don't wash it in between. Yeah. Oh, you're a fucking animal. <laughs> <laughs> really? He's rinse it, yeah? What's wrong with you, I don't fucking rinse it. caveman? It's just, rice no cave, man. it's just rice and chicken. It's dry. I just put more rice and chicken oh, in it. No. You, don't, you don't even rinse it. <laughs> Fucking sorry, my, with you. my wife hates me. She's like, "Your fucking bowl's dirty. Can you clean it first? And use the same towel for two weeks. And I use not two weeks, <laughs> seven, seven showers. Seven, yeah. <laughs> seven showers. Yeah, I'm, I, I reuse my towel. I'm not you got some hygiene issues, man. What? How many Listen. times do you use your towel? Showers four times a day, though. What? Yeah. See, mm-hmm. how many times do you use your towel before you wash your towel, Justin? Who, me? Uh, probably. Probably seven times. See? Yeah, five, five to seven. Well, because I mean, right now I'm showering twice a day. I shower in the morning after cardio, then I shower after I train. Yeah. And then do cardio. Yeah. So right. every four days or so, I've, I, yeah. Samson? I don't know. I don't know. You're like, I just keep That's it there. That's the real answer. That's the real I don't know. Whatever. He doesn't want to be judged. I just, I, I take it off the rail, and that's whatever my wife has put on that day. So, Samson, how many? Exactly that. So it could be. You know, you have no idea. Your wife just takes it off whenever she thinks it stinks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. What were we? What were we fucking talking about before? Oh, dishes, Samson. What do you do with your dishes? Oh, now I wash it as I go. What was the as question? you go. I only just go a different food. So, you know, for all years, it's always been hand washed. So, if your spoon is right, just wash it there and get ready for the next time. So, it's just a bit dried up already. I don't understand why. But you also, uh, like, when you had your workstation when you were working, it's important to keep your area clean, right? You can- yeah, you should be uh, clean, isn't it? It just it feels weird when to have all that stuff in there because you come in yeah, you and you use want to the dishwasher and you look at it, you know. You just rinse it and put it in the dishwasher. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, see, it drives me nuts because then when I want to go use my fucking bowl and spoon, it's in the fucking dishwasher. Then pull yeah, buy another one. Yeah, buy another one that you like. Just wash it up and then it's ready. Jesus Christ, it's so much work. <laughs> I'm so fucking lazy though. I'm like, it's, it's the wrong oh, person. I, I get it. I don't know. Uh, okay. That's not why anyone only have one bowl. Last question. Last question. Um, you get to pick. No, wait. What's your number? What's your number one clothing hate in the gym? For example, shirts. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was like, which <laughs> asshole is going to say this? <laughs> no, no, he means everything, like lifting gloves, base layer mm. tops. Is there anything you you look at on people and think it just makes you think why? I don't stringers like stringers on skinny kids. <clears throat> what would you oh, say? Stringers, stringers on stringers on skinny kids. Yeah. It's always That's the smallest good. guys that got the stringers on. Hey, fuck you, Justin. You keep uh-huh. getting well, shots at me all the time. Hey, if I had here. a back like that, I'd be wearing a stringer too. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't mind the stringers as much. I don't like the spandex shorts under the the bigger shorts. I think it's a stupid look. Like, that is wait, stupid. I'm like, why are you doing that? Just wear them without the shorts on top, right? Yeah, just wear your tights. And if your legs are too yeah, small, also wear a fucking... shirt long enough to cover up your dinghy so you're not showing everyone your dick. Yeah, like a five XL. Yep. These are long. Show. These are long enough. Well, these, these are long enough. On your short ass, they are not me. <laughs> Most bodybuilders are short. Yeah. Ben. Um, Samson, anything bugs you? No, strings. I don't do strings. I hate, I can't stand stringers. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, strings now. Especially, you know, the kind of way when you you like go to the and then you do a lift and your nipples pop out on both sides of the stringers. 
That, yeah. I, 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 I just don't feel comfortable. I don't mind my nipple showing if I'm shredded. It's when I'm not shredded oh. and I have cheeseburger tits and it just looks like this. Yeah, the old, the old yeah. cheeseburger tits. <laughs> Do you know what I don't like? It's uh, when guys wear the knee sleeves around their calves. Oh, yeah. I'll warm up like that. Like if I'm warm, oh, yeah, up. that bugs me. Yeah, but okay. So here's the thing: because I take like a long time, I have time in between my sets to oh, actually take yeah, them yeah, off yeah. and put them on. Yeah. But yeah. when people wear them and they roll them down, I'm like, just take them. You look like you're wearing fucking like as ankle warmers from back in the nineties, like or yeah. soccer shin pads. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. No, I do. I do it. I do it when I want to start. I just want to start. So I'll take my shoes off, put them on my calves, and then I'll start. And it's like after three or four warm ups, and I roll them up. So. Yeah, I, I, I think I think that's acceptable. Mm-mm. Yeah, because you do it, so you push to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, we'll wrap it up there. Justin's dieting, and I got to eat a pizza since we talked about pizza for so long. Yeah, pizza. No, Ben, you don't think so? You, uh, you can. You don't have to. It's I just like, trained arms. I feel like my arms could use. You definitely. Well, he's retired now. He doesn't need to. You know what? I do have an issue with if you're talking about like. This isn't a problem, the thing that I an issue I have in the gym. It's an issue I have out of the gym where people justify cheat meals based on the body part that they trained. I think it's right. That drives me nuts. I, I do that all the time. I think it's definitely important to train when you oh, train well. legs. Eating a pizza after legs is standard. That's, I, I'm gonna train legs three times a week. It's obviously <laughs> yeah. Gotta eat a pizza. My cheat meal depends on what I train that day. If it's arms, it's a smaller cheat meal. If it's legs, it's a bigger. <laughs> but okay, but why? If you but why? Because then there's another argument. If I had really shit arms, shouldn't I have my cheat meal on the day that I train the shit body part? I'm saying I do cheat. cheat you have a cheat. If you have meal shit arms. That. You need to train your arms for eight hours straight. Yeah. Well, this is what I mean. So hang on. Here's his thing. You're so the rich piano, train, eight, eight hour arm workout. Yeah. Do you have the cheat meal on your say your legs, which is your biggest output body day, or do you do it on your weakest body part, or you're just doing both? I just do every day. That way, I make sure I have enough. I have enough food in my body. Also, yeah, I've covered all, all bases. Are covered. There's no doubt. Wait, that's an actually important topic. before we go, I used to always, always think, and I still do, even if it's wrong, <laughs> I don't give a shit. My biggest eating days were before my legging day. So I would have yeah, a massive eating that. day like Sunday, and then I would train legs Monday. Yep. For me, it's Sunday, and then I train back and hamstrings on, yeah. on Monday. But it wouldn't necessarily be a cheat. Like I might do like a cleaner cheat, but like I would make sure I got in a ton of calories the day before yeah. my biggest body parts, like back or legs. I like to load up before. I will say I had two cheat meals a week for a while this offseason. So I put one before back on Sunday, and yep. then I went and ate. Uh, big after legs yeah yeah i think there's benefits to both to to replenishing and to you know fueling prior to and it gives you two cheat meals before and after it's perfect (laughs) (laughs) all right boys thanks for making Um, the time all right uh, yeah catch up again this is fun we'll talk to you guys guys. bye-bye thanks for watching please subscribe share with your friends and like the video and if you get a chance check out the description for all the different links to all the different places you can find Hostile and myself. And lastly, check out Hostile.com for our new line of supplements and all of our apparel and gear. Thanks again for watching.